Hello and welcome to the Film Tirade. I'm your host, Adulda's Movies, and with me is my co-host, Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, I'm Weezer Holic, and our very special guest, our number one, um, we are number one fans of him. Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it so you don't have to. <laughs> Hello, Doug Walker. It's an honor to have you here. Yeah, we're huge fans. Yeah. Thank you. I love when you abused your whole cast of Sean Lawson. You and I know movies. Yes. Do you want to be in my four and a half hour movie this time? How long is too boldy, please? It's three and a half hours long. I'm oh, good. I, I have to watch it at some point because I made this bet ages ago. Like, if Spider Man is, is in the Avengers game for real, I'll watch all of the Channel Awesome trilogy. <laughs> and I watched the first two. The first one was actually pretty funny, but the second one was like the worst film I've ever watched. So I'm, I really don't want to watch Tobolly Flea because I feel like I'm going to die if I watch it. From what I know about uh, Channel Awesome is, don't they have like a bunch of movies? This is just a trilogy, but Doug Walker has produced a bunch of movies. Like he basically produced a movie which is Free Guy, but it takes place in World of Warcraft and everything's like an Excel. And this was like way back. Doesn't he also like, have like his wall movie or whatever? That's really or no, it's an oh, album. The, that's an album. Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah, there's a 40 minute review of the album, yeah, the but wall. he doesn't he doesn't review it. It's like a musical. <laughs> I think Malcolm's in it. His brother's in it. His brother's in everything he does now. His dad's his, also in it. Isn't his brother like evil? Like he's like actually bad. I like Doug, Doug is the middleman, and then there was that guy that was like a producer, Channel also that Doug just let slide. Who was evil? That, that was um Mike Michaud. Yeah. Doug's like in the neutral side. Doug, but Doug let it all slide. We love Doug. We do. We stand Dougie. <laughs> do you guys remember when he unironically used to say he liked the Tazza movies more than the Remy movies? Yeah, I remember. I watched that <laughs> review so many times. So basically, that- Jason, back when me and you and him were kids, he used to, Doug made a video where it's like Tazm versus Remy's comparison. <laughs> and it's him being proper biased to Tazm. And he even said Tazm 2 is like a better movie than the Remy trilogy. Of course. <laughs> Bro, that's like good. And then, he, and then he made a Raimi movie video like a year ago, right? And he's like, he did all the Spider-Man films except the yeah. Tom Holland ones. Yeah, but then he did like a far from home five minute with his bald head, and um, and basically, he said that he he only hated the Raimi movies because he wanted to be edgy and cool, and now Cringe. he likes them. And and Tazama's aged badly. Doug, you are a fucking dumbass. No offense, Doug. <laughs> I know he can handle criticism. He can handle criticism, apparently, yeah. But yeah, welcome to the film Tyre. And if you can't tell by our five-minute-long rant or tirade about Nostalgia Critic, this episode is very special to us. It's not a very serious episode. You can sit back, get drunk, get high, drink Diet Coke like I am, do whatever the hell Walter Hamada is doing. Hashtag entertainment over accountability. Happy Hamada Day. Shout out to Cape Kino Cinema in Tokel. And um, (laughs) basically, they, they, they paid me for this. Uh, and basically, um, yeah, uh, this is not a serious episode. Uh, we're basically going to be discussing a lot of shit, like uh, the worst actors who are A-listers, um, annoying ass movies that have come out in the past. We're going to make <coughs> our own pitch. We're just going to do a lot of shit, aren't we, guys? Truth. Yes. It's going to be a good movie. I mean, good fucking episode. So yeah, Film Bro Joe, introduce yourself. So who are you for people that don't know who you are? Um, hello, I run the Instagram account Film Bro Joe, where I make terrible, unfunny shit posts. And um, I did... A big Venom countdown last year, which lasted 526 days. We explained that to PP. 
Yeah, that yeah. was what is yeah. it? Um, that was one of my favorite. Like every day, just to see Film yes. Bro Joe's story, I was like, "Oh my god, please be the Venom counter." And then I saw it, and then every time it got delayed, I instantly thought, "Holy shit, your counter's going up even more." Yeah. And it just kept happening. I know it got ex- it got exactly to a hundred days, then they delayed it to like hundred and eighty days, and it was so annoying. And then there were talks of it being delayed to January, oh, which yes. got they, even they, more annoying. They instantly went past that. Yeah, they instantly went back to, like, it being normal and shit. That yeah. was so fucking weird. I remember that I remember that being live on your, like, page when uh, when they said they were going to delay it, and then two days later, they said, no, we're not going to delay it again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you had to... Bro, that's, like, transfer news, basically, for any sports athlete, but it's for Venom. That's what he did, <coughs> basically. A 24-hour transfer cycle, but for Venom countdowns. And the saddest thing about it was that you were doing the US release, so you couldn't even watch it. You yeah, like you didn't even get to see it till like two weeks later, right? Yeah, yeah, it was so annoying. And I had it all spoiled for me. Yep, same. By my annoying friend. Uh, but yeah, man, Venom 2, what an amazing rom-com. Greatest LGBT super movie that came out this year. True. Yes. Yeah. But it ripped off the Carlton Drake movie. True. Yes! It, it did. did. Wait, you followed Carlton Page as well, didn't you? Yeah. It fucking it ripped off Carlton, man. The only thing that it was missing was Marmaduke. Yeah, if Marmaduke <laughs> had a cameo at the end, then you know they would have just stolen our script. They should do yeah. that. Like they should retcon it. So Venom got transported to the Marmaduke universe, and you're just watching Spider-Man Far From Home on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think we should rewrite Carlton Drake. I should start Indiegogo for it, get 50k, and we should kind of set this, make it canon with the Far From Home multiverse. <clears throat> should we do that? Yes. Sony, yeah. give us your money. Jason, I know, and Film Bro Joe, I know, I know the Carlton Trick fan base isn't as strong as we expect, but um, you didn't expect millions of people to come and bigoted Brody on my letterbox review, now did you? <laughs> bigoted Brody, and that worked. That worked somehow. I love you, bigoted Brody. Shout out to bigoted Brody. He always listens to our episodes on YouTube. Love that guy. But um, yeah, man, Carlton Drake. I'll probably get it to like a million in two days. It'll beat Lotus. It'll be the greatest fan film of all time. Yeah, Just we're gonna like get we're gonna get we're gonna get Riz Ahmed. Um, somehow <laughs> we're gonna get in contact with the pilot, and he's gonna send a letter to Riz Ahmed on the flight, being like, "My my uh, friends <laughs> have made a Carlton Drake movie, and they'd love if you watch it." Bro, we'll just send Film Bro Joe to his house. He'll probably get restraining order bail. <laughs> Instead, this time I'll count the miles I am to uh, Riz's Carlton's house. house. Yeah, Riz's house. Yeah, Riz probably still lives in London. Just stalk him. Give him the fucking letter. I'm done. Do not stalk Riz Ahmed. We need to get Riz Ahmed to know about the fucking Carlton Drake movie somehow. I think he's probably my favourite actor working right now. We need to start our own release the Snyder Cut campaign. Yeah, hashtag release the Carlton Drake. You know, sometimes I still see, like, posts from, like, those Snyder Cut accounts that are like, I can't wait for Zack Snyder's Justice League 2. Like, bro, what are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? Bro, that's my life 24-7, because Cape Kino Cinema loves to post the Snyder Cut shit. Oh god! And the fact that people don't get how ironic it is. Oh yeah, he did a post where it was like uh, some guys. Oh yeah, it was like people. Tom Holland saying he wants to play Bond. Rock saying he wants to play Bond. Ryan yeah. saying he wants to play Bond. <laughs> and he put that in a post. And then I commented, "Thank God James Bond is in safe hands." And someone commented saying, "Are you sure about that, bro?" <laughs> 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 yes, as a British man, I am sure Tom Holland, Dwayne the Cock Johnson, and Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively's husband. Are the suitable, eligible candidates to play James Bond after? I like how nobody realizes that Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds were like clearly joking. Either people are like, "Are you serious, Dwayne Johnson as Bond?" Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what you know. 
the man that's known for joking in all his interviews is definitely dead serious whenever he said he wants to play British superhero. James also, they did Bond. it at the same time. They did it at the same time. Yeah, I think it might have been like an interview or two apart or something. Yeah, but the funny thing, the thing is, right, I thought it was actually serious from The Rock until I saw the Ryan Reynolds interview. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of when um The Rock said he was gonna play Jack Burton in the Big Trouble in Little China remake. Yeah, because The Rock <laughs> is fucking unpredictable, bro. Because as we know, The Rock is like a super big liar. Like everybody loves Rock, but like he's a massive liar. Like what? Like every movie he does is his best movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his reactions to the uh, Baywatch critical uh, results? No, it was like when it Baywatch came out, it got really bad reviews, and you had this like meltdown on Twitter. It's like audiences love Baywatch. They love watch Baywatch. He does that. He does that for all Red his Notice. movies, like for Jungle Cruise and Red Notice. He's like, our audience score is ninety five percent, and he's getting so excited. Oh god! Like Red Notice, he's like, thank you, Red Notice family, for the no- biggest movie, of number all one time. movie in <laughs> Netflix history, ninety percent audience score. <laughs> Like, like in the film Red Notice 2 and 3 back to back. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, Bond movies can never do that. <laughs> Fucking Dune can never do that. Yeah. I don't know why a car alarm's going off in the background if everybody can hear that. I think it's gone off now, that's done God. That was The Rock. He basically was beating the shit out of my car. Yeah, The Rock is pissed shit, after what you just yeah. said. Don't worry, Rock. You guys see my story. My cousin's there bashing face off. Nobody <laughs> should ever bash face off. Top song of the year. Bash as in dance to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but love you, Rocky. Love you. Actually, I probably got like a million plays off of Face Off. <laughs> Rock, I'm, I'm funding Red, Red Notice 2. Red yeah. Notice 2 is just going to be funded through uh, Face Off plays. Face Off plays. Even though Spotify pay like 4p or 4 cents every like play or some shit. Fucking hell. Whoever got Rock and Face Off is like a genius producer. Tech 9? Yeah, Thank I don't even think Tech 9. Thank you, brother. Thank Tech 9. Take that. <laughs> Tequila. One cut or one take or whatever. One you take. Said. Face no, off. Su- such cap. I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson. That was not one take. That was my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part is when he starts shouting at everybody and says one take at the end, face off. And he does the thing with his hands. <laughs> uh, the only thing about face off is it's got uh, it's got reference to Nick Cage and John Travolta movie face off. Yeah. So that's and all that and those are two of some of the actors that we're going to talk about today. Nick Cage or John Travolta. Are they good or are they bad? So basically, I think we should all give our like at least top three or top five actors that people ignore that are actually really shit and do shit EVOD movies. <laughs> um, so yeah, who wants to go first with that? I mean, I think I think we could all like collectively agree with yeah. Willis, you know, easily, yeah, yeah. easily the worst <laughs> of the worst. We love Bruce. <laughs> Double day Bruce, uh, the Chilean superstar. No, Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo's in boss level. Yes. Frank Grillo, it's weird. Like he, he'll take anything, but at the same time, some of those movies he takes actually gets like decent reviews. I'm like, how? Like, what the my, hell is he doing? My, I know there's one of my teacher. He he said he loved Boss Level, but then like a day later, he's like, I'm gonna go out and watch Cop Shop now. <laughs> yeah, like Why, Cop, Cop Shop. Shop got, good Cop Shop actually got good reviews. Like I was surprised. Why the I fuck has Cop Shop got? Oh, Jared Butler's another one of these actors. Why the fuck has Cop Shop got good ratings? Yeah, Gerard Butler's weird. Like all his movies suck, but then recently he had Greenland last year that got good. reviews reviews now this one is good review like what the hell is happening oh, it's really funny because like this is the first joe carnahan film in ages that has gotten good reviews and he's saying that this wasn't his vision and they want them to release the carnahan cut <laughs> <laughs> what cop shop yeah cop i don't shop, know cop. i don't know a single person that saw cop shop so i don't i don't even know who cares enough to actually see the actual cut 
I remember, bro, the trailer for Cop Shop sucked so badly. <laughs> <laughs> the cop, they're filthy. The loser, the weirdo. I remember I, I, what was it? I watched it in front of something in IMAX. Um, I think it was Suicide Squad, and the trailer didn't release online yet, so I was just losing my shit over the Cop Shop trailer. <laughs> Oh, good. oh, I yeah, forgot yeah. Frank Grillo was also in Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. It's only for like a little bit though, but still, that He's movie a big part so in the terrible. Movie, but that movie just sucks. Yeah, he's the main guy that recruits them all. Such a shitty movie. Uh, but yeah, Frank Grillo is so trash. Like he's he's such a he's just what we you know in the eighties he would be a really big actor. Oh yeah, he's like I mean he's literally just action star one hundred and one, which means in the eighties he would have been the biggest guy to ever exist. But the fact that you know. Nowadays, nobody gives that much about, like, B-level action films. Yeah. He's a nobody. You know how Bruce Willis and him were in that shitty Oblivion slash Edge of Tomorrow ripoff? Cosmic Sim. Cosmic Sim. <laughs> That's a perfect movie, because Frank Grillo is the 2021's, 2010's answer to Bruce Willis. He fucking is, that, isn't he? Did you see that teaser poster they released of Cosmic Sim? Where oh, it was just the... Bruce... It's just Bruce Willow's Photoshop from one of like the Die Hard pictures into one of the mech suits. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they've got like Death Stranding posters, but it's Bruce Willis Photoshop onto Norman Reedus's body. Yeah, because he didn't want to um, probably do the Photoshop uh, photo shoot because like, he demands like one million dollars a day. Oh my <laughs> so god, Frank Grillo like... and Bruce Willis have another movie coming out soon. What? A Day to Die. It's called. <gasps> it's upcoming. Why do all these movies feel like Tom Cruise ripoffs? Yeah, how come like the, the titles for all these movies are so ass? A Day to Die Fortress is another one of his upcoming films. He just had one that came out that like had like a stupid name too. Like who is coming up with these names? They're so bad. He has a new film Bruce with Willis. Mel Gibson as well. What? Who Frank or Bruce? A Frank. Oh, an- another Bruce uh, Willis film Frank. out of death. Um, <laughs> Midnight in the Switchgrass. <laughs> Frank is just working with his homies. Do you guys Fra- know the uh, Frank Grillo film uh, Reprisal? Which one's that? Oh, it's the one with Bruce Willis, uh, where he's like, what? "That's uh, all of them." Bank- <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's the one where they're trying to stop bank robbers, and then uh, Frank Grillo did an interview recently where he said he literally said, "I just did it for the paycheck." <laughs> <laughs> guys, you guys have given me a perfect pitch idea that we're gonna reveal when we do our pitches. I just Frank. came up with the perfect idea. Let me just write this down. Do Frank. <laughs> Oh, Frank gives me like real MAGA energy. Like you know, whoever likes Frank's movies, like proper redneck woke media trying to ruin our lives. <laughs> the woke media is ruining Frank Grillo. Don't let the review stop Frank. Even though I think Frank is very neutral, right? I'm not sure. He gives I me very know. redneck. Vibes. I know it's weird. Sometimes I feel like Frank Grillo's self-aware, and then other times I feel like he's the biggest idiot on the planet. And he's fucking like, no, self-aware, but he's a dumbass. Yeah. Like, what, what's with all the kingdom shit? Like, all the Kingdom stuff he posts on his Instagram story. You can actually post Frank Grillo's nudes and be like, hashtag Kingdom and he'll post it. <laughs> then there's all the times where people call him out on his IG lives. He's so weird. He gives me, like, real... We- he gives me weird vibes, if that makes any sense. He's just Frank Grillo, isn't he? Yeah, he's, you know, he's his own entity. He really is the 2021, um, you know, answer to 1980s, uh, uh, early 2000s Bruce Willis. <laughs> I'm really happy he announced that he's gonna do more stuff in the MCU after he exploded. Isn't he a what if? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he gonna be a Marvel Zombies as well? He's gonna return. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, like, it'll be like Army Lucky. of the Dead, where like there's the King Zombie. Frank will play the King. Frank zombie. is the King Zombie. King Bones. 
actually, Honestly, Army of the Dead feels like a friend. Like Frank Grillo would be a side character. In that. I'm so, he's not right. Like I need to confirm this is a this is Dave canon. Batista is Frank Grillo. <laughs> Yo, Dave Batista. Whoa, whoa, yeah, he's a, he's a weird actor, isn't he? I feel like Dave Batista's on the rise now. At least I mean, because yes, you know he was God. he took a few whatever roles. You know, like My Spy and whatever. You I, know, just I to kind of earn up his seriously. Yeah, I think that's his problem. Is he he expects too much for being like a half comedy act because he does something like stuber or my spy and yeah. then he's like why isn't my guardian's character fucking murdering children or something like yeah. that like it's, and he's it's trying so to get weird this fucking gears of war movie made like 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 i don't get you're not getting typecasted you are like the arnold so sliced alone ripoff but at the same time you're doing these different roles like army of the dead which i'd say army of the dead was a pretty unique role for him because yeah i was i was muscle. a i think that that could have him as a bit of a breakout role there you know he yeah because he did a, he did a lot on there you know it was actually pretty i was impressed by yeah. his performance in that movie yeah. yeah i feel like people are overhyping him and doing he's just goon yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's probably going to be in the sequel more, but he did yes. literally, he was in it for, what, fucking five minutes just standing around being like, they're killing us, we need to take the land, <laughs> yeah, and that's he, he's it. just goon. You um, know, I've read the book, he, he also, he's also going to have a pretty small role in the second half as well. Oh, <laughs> well, great. It, it's really there. funny because um, in an interview recently, he said, like, yes, my character in Dune is so much more developed than Drax, I'm really honored to play this role. <laughs> you know what's great, though? He's going to be Knives Out too. Yeah. That's good. That's a good role for him. His, I mean, his five minutes in Blade Runner 2049 were pretty good. That's his army of the dead role, isn't it? I, I think that's good. I think Blade Runner 2049 and army of the dead are like, they kind of show what he can do. Because I think he's all right as like charming dad figure, if that makes any sense. Because yeah. it's like so like unstereotypical of him to be like the whole dad smart slash, you know, also most like he's got something going on. But like, you know, he's just smart and stuff and he's doing his job. I like that. I like when they do that and they try to unstereotype people. But then, you know, he just goes to playing, like, stripper or dad or comedy man or wrestler or, like, brute, I'm I'm hard, boy. Yeah, I feel like he needs to, I know he never would, but I feel like he needs to take an independent movie if he wants to prove himself completely as an actor. Dave but I know Batista he won't. in a Wes Anderson movie? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be Knives Out too. I can see it happening. <clears throat> no. Ryan's a pretty good writer. I, I think Ryan Johnson will give him some good lines. He's, a good, he's kind of witty. Even if, yeah. um, you know, he ruined Star Wars. <laughs> yes, he ruined Star Wars. He, he's a very good writer, actually. Like, like by that I mean, like, you know how some writers like they write their characters a lot, and some have them do minimal acting. Like Denny, all of Denny's characters do very minimal acting, don't they? Yeah, they're that they have a lot of staring at screen or you know yeah. staring like at each other, saying their lines are really low, you know, just mumbling. Yeah, Ryan's kind of like a Steven Soderbergh figure, where like. He kind of writes them to witty things, or like a Wes Anderson figure, I guess. Where you know they, they have like a shitload of exposition, and they mm-hmm. just say it all like fl- like jokingly, and then they go on. So like a George Clooney type, he writes like he's writing for George Clooney. Yeah, yeah, which is a good thing, I guess, for characters because it makes them have charisma. And I think he'll do good with Dave. He'll do good with Ethan Hawke, obviously. Ethan Hawke's gonna be the standout of that movie, obviously. Isn't um Catherine Hahn supposed to be in the movie too? She- Agatha all along, Mephisto, Agatha, <laughs> Drax, and 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 House of Darkness, sweet, and and the Hulk, Edward Norton, the Hulk, the Hulk, the Hulk. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I like you go on any big because you know those big uh, like film accounts that have like five hundred k still post like Knives Out clips being like it's like a video of Chris Evans saying eat shit and everybody's like laughing and then in the comments it's always like Captain America, why you say that? And yeah. it's like, oh my god, please shut up. Please I saw shut this, up. <laughs> I saw this comment for Dune. Hang on, I screenshotted it here. Uh, it said, um, 
What's funny is that House Atreides consists of Poe Dameron, Thanos, Aquaman, Mission Impossible oh, Lady, God. Interstellar Sun. Mission Impossible Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Bergson is Mission Impossible Lady. Yes, that's all she Timothy all she'll ever Chalamet. be. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet is Interstellar Sun. <laughs> he plays he plays June so now <laughs> Interstellar baby. <laughs> Remember when Timothy Chalamet was crying because he had a lot of, he had like thirty minutes of screen time and Interstellar. Yeah, and that's the thing I don't. He's time. like he's like they cut they cut so much. He's in the first hour of the movie. What the hell are you bitching about, dude? <laughs> it was like, his best movie as well. Like I would be honored to be in like two yeah. seconds of a Christopher Nolan movie, and you had fucking an hour. Like, you know, the first hour of the movie was dedicated to you. I mean, what the hell is supposed to happen? You don't ever see fucking Jesse Plemons complaining when he's yeah. like in two minutes of every single fucking movie. Yeah, Jesse Plemons is the king of not of being like really good, but they never they never cast him as a main actor for some reason, yeah. ever. ever. His Irishman role? He's only an Irishman. Well, he, the movie's like long. Yeah, he's the movie's got, like, long, but compared there. to every other actor, yeah. he's in it for like 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. 30 to 20. And they're all like photographs. And then his final scene's about 20 minutes. 10 minutes he's so like irishman's a good example that's what i mean like i, I don't get why timothy was so annoying like our jared echelon leader leto his whole role in suicide squad got fucking altered you yeah see jared well you see jared crying walter hamada has fucked up oh. his entire role <laughs> <laughs> hashtag entertainment accountability i see how you do walter hamada <laughs> i'm kidding walter hamada please 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 i, I will write a cw uh, pilot for you please please walter please please no it's me aquaman, walter. <laughs> yeah pulls all in aquaman I'll play one of the crabs. I'll play Black Manta Goon one, and Jessica play Black Manta Goon I'll, two. I'll play um the squid who plays the drum. <laughs> the bongo man. Yeah, the bongo squid. That will bongo be squid. Yeah, is it bongo? Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're all fucking octopus jellyfish squid. Who cares? <laughs> so we can all agree. Oh, when is when is Dave Bautista gonna do his breakout role with Frank Grillo in an action movie? I feel like honestly, if we looked at their filmography, they definitely have a straight-to-video movie together. Like I would believe it. Because didn't Dave Batista do those like escape plan sequels? Yes, with, yes, uh, what's yes. his name? Sylvester Fucking Stallone. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Okay, so we've already got some parts of our list, right? Bruce Willis on Frank the top, Grillo. right? Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis Bruce Willis is like there's like Bruce Willis like. And there's like such a huge gap. I wouldn't even be able to describe how huge of a gap there is between him and like a number two. Yeah. It's he, he is the worst actor working, a list actor working today. Me and Jason have this game where we try to name like who would we cast instead? Who would we cast? Who would we, if is there someone that we wouldn't cast that we'd cast uh, Bruce Willis of instead? And yeah. so far, nobody's won. We would rather cast Mel Gibson over him. <laughs> um, who has Ray Liotta over him? Those are the only two good ones, right? The rest are like too easy. Yeah, the rest are. I would take Frank Grillo over Bruce Willis. Oh, too. of course, I think that's young, easy. John Travolta him. over Bruce, which I think could, you know, that could transfer into our next thing. Talk about John Travolta. Yeah, Steven Seagal could rival him, but is oh, he ever really Steven Seagal's not. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not a list. So. Me and Jason discussed well, this. He was, yeah, he was in a film written by um, Matt Reeves. Oh yeah, the the Wait, really? movie. Yeah, yeah, Matt Reeves' first. Under Siege Two, I think. Under Siege Two, yeah. <laughs> what a great director! Can't believe that uh, Batman has safe hands, right? Steven Seagal, yes. screenwriter. But has Walter Hamada attached? When is Steven Seagal gonna play the kingpin in, in the new Daredevil reboot? I like how if you look at Steven Seagal's posters for his movies, it's just him <laughs> just holding a gun. Hold <laughs> 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 him. Movie, Jason. I've never seen a single one, but I know they're all shit. You know how we wanted to make commentary tracks 
uh, we should make one of a Steven Seagal movie because you know every movie he's only in it for five minutes and he sits down in a chair. <laughs> he's just sitting down in a chair giving screenplay on it, and then and then he says, "Okay, boss out," and then he the, cuts the black and the rest of the movie just happens. <laughs> like, Have you seen? Do you know China Salesman? <laughs> Which one's that? The one with Mike Tyson. The one with Mike Tyson. Yeah, because like, there's a scene where the, uh, him. Uh, Steam Seagal and Mike Tyson fighting, but they clearly couldn't ever get them the two of them in the <laughs> ring together. <laughs> oh god, Steam Seagal's fighting form in those movies is also hilarious. He just goes, hey, ha, ha. How was he, like, how the hell was he so big for so Like, what the hell was the 90s and 80s? Like, they really just cast anybody to be an action hero. It was Frank fucking Grillo. weird. Frank Grillo would have fucking been, like, People oh, yeah. would put him in like top ten actors of all time list if he was in the eighties. Oh yeah, Sean Chandler would be like Frank Grillo <laughs> movies are the best things ever <laughs> if, if he was oh, if he was an eighties actor. Breaking news: Frank Grillo beats Kurt Russell for the new John Carpenter movie, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> oh god, Frank Grillo set to be in Die Hard. You know, I feel sorry for Frank Grillo. I Frank Grillo's breakout role in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> wow, Frank Grillo could do art house movies now. Frank Grillo in Sin City. We want to watch it. Frank Grillo and Wild Hogs. He should have he been in it. Is Tim Allen in that list? Tim, I feel like the problem with Tim Allen is he doesn't he doesn't even do movies anymore. You know, because he has that that boomer redneck TV show. That's like about like what the hell is it called? Like Last Man Standing or something. So that's that's what he's been he say doing. He said the N word. He just says the N word, right? We what? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened, but that'd he, be. Yeah, search you up, search you up. He he thinks the N word is no right word to say or some crap, and he's also um, he 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 smuggled drugs through the border or something. Oh, I have heard about that one. That was like before yeah. he was big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be a drug smuggler. It that made him based, and then the N word thing did not. Yeah, I think he said it was a misunderstanding or some shit. Search you up. Let's search you up. In 2013, there's an article listed where the title is "Tim Allen demands to use the N word." Yeah. <laughs> He says he says he doesn't understand what's wrong with using the N-word. Because it was so long ago. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> Tim Allen, Allen, uh, you know, interesting. It's so funny to see in like the comments of like um the uh Lightyear trailer, everybody's like, hmm, I see the reason they recast him was because he's a Republican. Like, you know, <laughs> do, do you want the truth? Yeah. I mean he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, see, he told you, Jason, told you that story was true. He's he's a weirdo, isn't he? Tim Allen is that, that N-word that N-word story will make you have a new fucking idea in your head of who he is. <laughs> he is but, yeah. Yeah, he's got home improvement. And, I think that's what most people know him for home improvement, right? Yeah, home improvement. And then yeah, now he and then his recent show, Last Man Standing. I watched like one episode of that show on TV one time. I was like, this is the worst fucking sitcom show I think I've ever seen. It's you could tell it's pandering so hard to Republican like audiences. It's so bad. It's terrible. Yeah, the thing with Tim Allen is he can definitely get into any blockbuster he wants, like any like weird. The Santa Claus Three. This is what I was gonna say, but even though he can get into any blockbuster he wants, unlike Bruce Willis, who I don't think people want to cast as much. Yeah. <laughs> in a main role, and if they do, it's in like Mother's Brooklyn, and he has five minutes of screen time, he doesn't give a fuck about his role. <laughs> um, with 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 Tim Allen, he he'll get cast like he'll get paid forty million dollars to be a shitty dad in a shitty movie, but also which has like a hundred mil budget, but. Also, Tim Allen has Santa Claus 1, 2, 3, Christmas with the Cranks, <coughs> uh, Shaggy Dog, and... Uh, Wild Hogs. Wild Hogs. <laughs> with John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, and um, William H. Macy. Fucking hell. So so does Tim Allen deserve to be in the list? 
I feel um, like he. I feel like he just doesn't take enough dog shit movies. Like, that's is the he problem. bottom tier? I'd say he's definitely on a lower lower tier than I would not cast him like that much ever. But I don't think he's absolutely horrendous at the same time. He has some respect, I think, in what he takes, which is you know besides yeah. Santa Claus three. Yeah. So would so the way we'd rank, he's very he's got a good agent because he just gives him shitty dad roles and you know yeah. goes off does it. So so right now, guys, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but on the pillar of the top is Bruce Willis, and nobody can defeat him. Then in the middle, it's Frank Grillo, where it's like a half and half. Yeah, Frank Grillo, you can't tell like if he's serious or if he's like fucking around. Like it's weird. He's in his own like category. <laughs> Frank Grillo's literally in Twin Peaks, and then and then below Frank Grillo is uh, Tim Allen and Dave Bautista, who are in the bottom. Dave Bautista's having a spiral up in his career, and Tim Allen is just gradual relapse. Do we agree? I could agree. Yeah, I think so John who- Travolta should be mentioned. For, uh, oh yeah, well his Wild Hawks co-star John Travolta. John Travolta is probably like in fourth. He's he's yeah. probably he's kind of I feel like he's like above Frank, Frank Grillo, Grillo, but below Bruce Willis. And the reason yeah. that is is because me and Jason agree that given the performance, for some fucking reason, John Travolta does a corny performance or like overacts. Yeah, he's the thing. Like you know, it doesn't matter yeah. what he takes. He's always committed, extremely, yeah. extremely committed to the role. Yeah, like his performance in uh, Battlefield Earth is like one of the most insane performances <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the greatest actor of all time. But like he's just in such shitty movies. It, he's a person who doesn't who doesn't have any um self awareness. So he thinks that every yeah, movie he's doing, like good. every dumbass action film he's doing, is like the greatest movie of all time. So he gives such a committed performance, which is good in a respect because unlike Bruce Willis, who doesn't give a shit, <laughs> at least he tries. But the problem is he doesn't realize that the scripts he's reading off is probably some of the <laughs> shittest scripts of the last like thirty years. Uh, it makes me question what he likes in his spare time. Oh, like I mean, like the the fanatic on its own. It's just you know, shit movie. Such a such a rant. Like it's such a committed. Perfor- it's such a shit movie. Such a bad performance. But he's so committed to the role. It's he, insane. He carries that movie for some fucking reason. It turns so bad that it's good. And I I was disappointed because I thought the movie was gonna be proper shit. But it's got good cinematography. It's got some style to it. And it's got John Travolta being a fucking weirdo. Yeah, John Travolta raises it from a three out of ten to a two out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally in the best way possible. <laughs> I was, whenever I was watching Final Destination, I was just looking through the letterbox reviews, and somebody said, "Hey, this is the this is the um, big guy from the the fanatic." I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> the main actor from Final Destination is in the is the fanatic. Uh, like, yeah, he's the Hollywood guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my fucking god, it's hilarious. And I liked how Fred Durst directed it. So there's obviously the mandatory scene where the guy's like, hey son, you want to listen to real music? And then he turns out Limp Biscuit. Yeah, you like a little biscuit? (laughs) (laughs) So John Travolta. Because the guy is called Hunter and he's called Moose. Oh, wow, deep, deep cinema. (laughs) Bro, the movie tries to be deep because it has these chapters things where it shows Moose's like death and some shit. It's so funny. It tries to be deep. Yeah, I like like how it tries to be like this like heavy critique of fan culture, but all it turns into is just like a very offensive portrayal of somebody (laughs) with like autism. Like that's all it is. I I love reading all the stories about how committed he was to Gotti. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Gotti is like the most. I think it might. I still haven't seen it, but I think that's the most interesting film to ever to ever yeah. exist. And yeah. the fact that Gotti 
made fake like got accused of making fake accounts to boost the Rotten Tomatoes audience <laughs> score. And then and then I think what's even funnier is that they end up on like if you like look at the promotion for it, they'll be like the audience score is saying God he's amazing. Oh god. It's saying who would you listen to? Some neckbeards on the internet or actual <laughs> yourself? <laughs> oh my god. So basically the thing with Gotti is it's so fucking interesting because it's a passion project of Travolta's. It had three failed production studios who declared bankruptcy while it was getting filmed. <laughs> it, it, had, it had the guy from Entourage directing. And then, and then it got made and John Travolta was so dedicated, he lended his own suits, he talked to the Gotti family every single day. He 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 let Everybody used his own personal wigs. Um, all the wigs that you're seeing with Travolta's wigs and shit. And uh, he was trying to... He, he got into method acting for the Did role. They premiere it as ca- at Cannes as well. Yeah. It was too- <laughs> Imagine I, sitting I I there and you're like, you're like, wow, I can't... I can't wait to see the new John Travolta. I mean, nobody <laughs> expected it to be good, yeah. but I doubt they expected what they got. I mean, that has to be one of the more unique screenings that's ever... Hit the film Cannes festival. Is notorious for booing films. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, they <laughs> oh, they no. are they are fucking ruthless to movies oh, if they don't. The they booed Sofia Coppola's Mary Antoinette. That's just how, and that movie's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not. So that loses you know. though. They love Polanski, but, but uh, they also they also have the thing. Uh, they they're doing this too much at film festivals where they'll start clapping for twenty fucking minutes. Dude, sit down. Well, let's show the next movie. Like I remember once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, they had like the 10 minute standing ovation and down. it's just the camera like yeah. going close up to everybody's face and like Brad Pitt's like staring like please get this camera yeah. off of didn't me the parasite, uh, didn't, didn't the Parasite uh, standing ovation end with Bong Joon-ho saying alright I want to go home now please stop clapping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, guys we should all uh, sneak into cans and just clap at every single movie even the shit ones yeah like, <laughs> start they're like here's the new one. Bruce Willis cosmic <laughs> sin too. we start getting up holy shit holy <laughs> shit <laughs> So we get all the French people to clap with us. Everybody gets a standing ovation. Every single movie. Bruce Willis comes on stage, says says a few words about how they're like, Bruce, how do you feel being in Cannes for the second time in your career? It must be a very prestigious honor for you. Uh, yeah, shit. No, Bruce Willis wouldn't. Bruce Willis wouldn't even want to fly out the can. <laughs> no, no, he, he'd be working on Cosmic Sun three and four. How the hell is he supposed to have time? He's been a Skype call. He's just on his laptop in a tank. <laughs> like, Remember whenever Bruce... he got in trouble for not wearing a mask in a store, and, and <laughs> Kevin Smith was like, "Looks like he did a cop out," and he started like roasting him for no reason. I didn't know they hated each other that much. I knew he was a piece of shit, but Kevin Smith hates Bruce yeah. Willis. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard because Bruce Willis started screaming at Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith didn't know the difference between lenses on the cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know, Cop Out. Cop Out is the movie that made Bruce Willis stop acting. Apparently, according to Bruce Willis. (laughs) Bruce Willis has said multiple times that it was during Cop Out that he stopped caring about his movies. Yeah, I mean, makes sense because that was what 2010 that movie, and that was the end of his of all good movies. Yeah, that's all of a sudden he started taking every dog. Ass film after because that. that Die Hard sequel that came out around that time was good, and then he did Red, which was a shitty action movie, but more, you know, Morgan Freeman, that but like it's and Lucky Number 11, which are all shit movies, but like you know, they're, they're Bruce Willis blockbusters, and um, yeah, that was the last movie where he said he, he actually cares because um, well, he doesn't care anymore because he was how... so annoyed with how little Kevin Smith knew about directing. I love his cameo in Lego Movie 2 where you can audibly hear that he's bored and wants to go home. <laughs> I have not watched Lego Movie 2, but I can't believe he's in that movie. Yeah, I can't believe he actually has a role in that. 
Oh my god. Him in French this uh, not for fucking what's it called? Uh him in uh, Moonrise Kingdom is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Moonrise Kingdom is like such an odd role for him. Like honestly, he barely even like cuz he has hair, so it's like what the hell is happening <laughs> right now? I swear he's in another Wes Anderson movie. Probably Isle of Dogs. He's in another one, right? Is he? I don't think he's I in Isle of Dogs. Yeah, no, he's is not he? in Isle of Dogs. Well, it makes sense that he's only in one. His best performances in years was in Split when he drank a glass of coffee. <laughs> actually, I will say Glass was probably his most committed role of the last 10 years. I mean, he, he, actually, he actually seemed like he gave a shit about making a decent, you know, role performance from unbreakable that was but that was the last time i think he's actually gave a shit what some of the critical acclaim saying like some of the reviews were like i'm not shabbling actually makes willis give a shit yeah i, I think yeah. i remember i think um actually sean chandler's review of um oh my god of uh <laughs> oh my of glass he said uh he said he really he really thought that bruce willis finally did something that wasn't Fucking shit, and I mean, if 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 uh, what's his name, Sean if Sean Chandler is saying that Bruce Willis is shit, that means he must be shit. Sean Chandler loves action stars. I so. bet Sean Chandler was uh, held gunpoint by Sylvester Stallone's family when he said that because uh, you know he, he obviously loves Bruce Willis. Come Actually, on. is Bruce Willis isn't? I'm surprised Bruce Willis isn't in any of the um Expendables. Yeah, I was gonna say too much Expendables work. is the retirement home of <laughs> films. So if you're in that movie, you're fucked. Your career's Bruce been over Willis for ten years. Out of Expendables three because he he was asked to do a four day shoot, but he was only offered three million dollars. He wanted four million dollars, <laughs> so he dropped out. Bro, film bro, Joe, you know what we think of when we imagine Bruce Willis? We imagine him be like some redneck trash. He lives like in a motel in Texas. He's got a t- he's just wearing a bathrobe. He's got his beer belly out. He's just he's walking around the motel and he's just fucking any seventy year old. <laughs> Uh, so that's why I'm watching Bruce. When he gets his fucking screen bit, he just he just gets it on a fax machine. He, he spills coffee on it. He just throws it in the trash. And then they tell him they don't want to do it. And he says, "How much money?" Oh yeah, literally. Honestly, if we if we could somehow get in contact, we could like unironically get him for the um Carlton Drake movie. <laughs> we spent a whole budget on Bruce Willis for one second. <laughs> we get a Skype call. He's like, "Hey, Carlton Drake." Honestly, I think I think he charged like maybe like a couple thousand a word. He says so. Maybe if we get him to say like two words, and um, you Carlton know, we'll... Drake. yeah, he'll say Carlton Drake, and then like he changes <laughs> to a different voice actor with like a high pitched voice. The rest of the movie, <laughs> Yo, good idea. you don't have an insert shot of just some bold guy facing uh, the other direction of the camera. <laughs> I got an idea. In the end credit scene is just Bruce Willis' Skype call with the tank top on, saying Carlton Drake. <laughs> it's like Car- Carlton's like, holy shit, I'm getting a, a Zoom call right now. He answers it, and it's just him going, Carlton Drake. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, so who is he playing in our Sony-verse, MCU-verse, that, our hmm. custom Adil-verse? Who is he playing, guys? Who should he play? Hmm. Is he our Fisk? Is he our Kingpin? <laughs> <laughs> we get him. We get him to wear like a fat suit for his yeah. next movie. He doesn't need to wear a fat suit. <laughs> he doesn't like. You don't need a fat suit for Kingpin anymore if you're Bruce Willis. You can just be a bald chubby dude. It's Michael Morbius in our adult Sony verse. <laughs> no, no, because we keep cause we Jared. Tom Hardy. We got so we got Jared, and I know our actually don't need to do it if we said we were underage girls. <laughs> um. Now, Bruce, 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 who would Bruce play? There's be someone he could play. Uh, he could play the evil Morbius, that's also in the <laughs> that, uh, that Matt Smith is playing. <laughs> he could play, he could play Calder Drake's adopted dad. <laughs> or Morbius' dad, he could play Morbius' dad. 
Yeah, Roma. we could have we could have like uh, Jared Leto have like give like a super committed performance of like an abusive like father who treats him like shit, and it's <laughs> Bruce Willis. Oh no no no! I remember when Tyrese was first cast in uh, Morbius, like people were like, "Is he gonna play Blade? Uh, Bruce Willis can oh. play Whistler." Oh, oh my God! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Bruce Willis in a fucking trench coat. <laughs> He's just Carlton Drake. That's another thing. Can we spoil Venom two on this episode? I think we can, right? It's been like a month or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I Shri mean, I guess we'll just say real quick. Um, yeah, spoilers, spoilers for yeah. Skip in te- twenty seconds. You know, Shriek is she a mutant in the movie? Because they don't actually confirm she's a symbiote. Mm, I, I think. I mean, I don't think she's. I, I think she has to be then because. I mean, I don't know. How else would they explain the fact that she just screamed really loud? Like, yeah. it was weird. And she hits him. She has good vocal cords. Yeah, she's just amazing vocal. So, Because I remember my friend who, like, isn't into the Marvel-Sony-Fox merger. Like, he was just like, oh, I like how they kind of made mutants happen in this movie with, with her. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, you're just agreeing with him. But I'm like, no, nah, they can't because this was Sony. And then I realized the end credits is the MCU thing. And I'm like, she can't just be a woman who screams loud, right? No, that would, I mean, that would quite literally be impossible, but so, I'm assuming weird? maybe, maybe in like the extended, you know, cut or whatever, maybe they actually provide some more explanation than she scream loud. She's also but, sent to a mental institute. Like, yeah. I don't know if that defends the theory. I think it's a good theory, right? I, I actually, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I honestly, I don't even know how that just went over my head the entire time. I was like, yeah, it's fine with me. Whatever. She, she screams loud. But now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's actually a really good, um, yeah, like she, idea. She's locked up in institute. She has to get locked up to a special place for special people. She's, she scream like proper yeah. loud, you know, she obviously doesn't have symbiote side effects. Cause like she'd kill herself. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, she definitely isn't a symbiote. I don't, cause they wouldn't have been on the planet when she was young anyway. And also, like, they literally, like, they, she did not connect with the symbiotes at all when it comes to, like, symbiosis or anything. Yeah. So I mean, she also, I mean, yeah, her thing is screaming and symbiotes hate yeah. screaming, so yeah. it can't be. Like, it's, 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 it's not comic accurate, so it's probably, yeah, she could yeah. be a mutant. That's interesting. That's Venom 2. So yeah. Kino. Every, every, more and more gets more and more Kino the more I think about it. I just wish Carlton Drake was on there, even a picture. I know they mentioned the Life Foundation, but I just, I just wish they had a picture of Riz Ahmed. Yeah, or like some anyway. archival footage where yeah, like Venom like... Venom thinks he's about to lose and he thinks about Carlton Drake going, have a nice life. And then he yeah. gets all pissed off and he starts going off. The, the post-credit scene of Venom 2, you know the ending of Masters of the Universe where Skeletor pops out of like the water or whatever and he's like, oh, I'm going to be back for the sequel. That's yeah. Carlton. That's how that's Carlton that's how Carlton Drake movie starts. Yeah, that yeah, he comes yeah. out of the he comes out well, of the water he and he's all yeah, he's yeah. naked, he's all fucked up because the, the yeah. fire burnt off all his clothes. And, and then Riot runs away and he's like, Yo, you're acting like a fucking wimp, you can't even swim, I don't love you anymore. And then the whole movie is him trying to get Riot's love back. That's crazy like, how how much play. Venom 2 stole. <laughs> you, fucking hell, man. <laughs> fuck you, Avi Aaron. <laughs> fuck you. Why the fuck ah, bro, bro, screenplay right, fucking hire me. Hire me. Oh, he pissed off. Also, we wrote it like a play. He thought screenplay is a play. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be dramatic performance for the stage, not not for you cringe uh, moviegoers. <laughs> movie to play with Riz Ahmed. You, I can't believe Venom made Riz Ahmed contemplate blockbusters. <laughs> what do you say? He's not good enough for him or some shit. Like yeah, he, yeah. It's sad because I like. I mean, honestly, it's like he's barely. He's really not even in the movie enough for like me to even say he was good or bad in venom he's just like in it for like what 20 actual minutes and he turns into riot at the end like they just didn't give him enough time in the damn movie yeah i I can't believe he got imposter syndrome because of venom but um at least i got a son of metal 
Yeah, but it was during the same time because uh, I remember Comic Con, Joaquin talking about that, and then it turns out the reason <clears> he was so quiet and his hair was dyed and shit was because he was practicing being deaf for Sound Metal. But um, yeah, I, I, as long as we get more movies like Sound Metal, that's cool. I love Bruce. But um, I guess to normal people, to us, we kind of meme Carlton Drake, and it's like a meme and a joke and inside. And obviously, we made Carlton Drake the movie and shit, and we make Carlton Drake memes and crap. We keep the character's legacy going. With normal people, they are, they, they did not like the character at all. Like, yeah, it's just, it's like at a point where Venom and Venom 2, like, I love them so much now, but I can't tell if it's because the irony surrounding it has just overtaken my brain to a point where I can't even, like, because people are like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen, and then I'm like, this is no, the greatest movie I've ever seen, not, what the hell are you talking about? It's not even the worst superhero movie that came out this year, but, um, yeah, who the fuck, who the fuck thinks this is the worst movie ever? Even my friend was, like, really critical and, you know, very critical with movies who gave this a 2 out of 5 agrees that this ain't the like wrote in their review this ain't the worst MCU movie in yeah Venom 2's I love Venom I thought I think that movie's yeah. like I've had such a good time this is the best time I've had in a movie theater in so long and I saw the yeah. movie twice in theaters and I loved it both times yeah yeah I was I was, I had so much fun I was trying so hard not to laugh but so loud like, like, was... I was having the time of my life watching <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure if I like I, at first, I was like, "Is this movie aware of like what the hell it's is like this, this implications?" But then, as Tom Hardy's performance gets like, like it's funny how Slammy. his accent goes in and out. Like whenever he starts yeah. like getting mad, like he starts turning British, and then I'm like, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he knows what he's doing. This is this is his, clever." I like his this. accent in those movies. Is really fucking weird. Anyways, he's meant to be from Golden State, but he's got like a Brooklyn British thing going. <laughs> yeah, because. Well, I guess because they say in the beginning he got fired from his New York job or whatever, oh, so I guess maybe true. he is from, from Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so his accent's always like I don't know. It's so weird. It's not really even a that good of a Brooklyn accent. It sounds but like it's New like, Orleans as well, doesn't it? It's it's such a weird blend. Like I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it's so, like I don't know. It's so yeah. perfect. Every time I hear that, yeah. like he is Venom. I think that was the best yeah. casting choice ever. But his acting, his accent is meant to be Brooklyn, yeah. Oh god, he's always like, like, "We are together. Why are you not <laughs> with me anymore, Venom? What the hell is happening right now, Venom? You told me that you weren't gonna make weird ass things right now, man. Why, why the hell are you doing this?" <laughs> I love it, I was just saying, it's like it's really funny that Tom Hardy clearly knows what he's doing, but Woody yeah. Harrelson is like he's trying. He thinks that he's in super, some super serious film, and he's like, "I, I love it." Like though. that scene where he's like. Got in the car, he's like, yeah, Hello, beautiful. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. I love it though. It's so fucking yeah. It's like, like, it's like he took his natural born killer's role and just kind of yeah. like, Did it I don't know. Him. Yeah, yeah. PP the casual it. thinks it's his best role of all time, but PP the casual doesn't watch natural born killers probably. PP the casual should watch White Man Can't Jump and then he would he would understand cinema. PP the casual should watch the people versus Larry PP the casual should watch uh, what's it called? That shit you movie flick like stuff. <laughs> Elf one. What? Um, Claws and something. Power landing or something. I can't remember control landing. I can't remember. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 with the elves in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We got this friend called uh, Flickfan. He's got an amazing letterboxed um, film, bro. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. If you ever want to if you ever want to have a laugh at, like, some ridiculous ratings. Like, no offense, Flick. I mean, he doesn't listen to this shit anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, like, movies that he'll give, like, five stars that are, like, the shittest movies of all. Like, the Santa Claus 3. And then he'll be like a super serious movie. He'll be like, eh, two out of five. <laughs> I think the only half star is given is the Cynthia Arrival movie that came out in 2018 or some shit. Bad Times at the Arrow, yeah. No, the other one, but she's like uh, Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. gave he gave the Harriet Tubman movie one star. Yeah. <sighs> I love Flick. And he like he 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 basically female led movie, awful. But like the thing with the thing with Flick is 
he's watched like he's 14 or 15 right and he's also watched like so this is normal like this is normal behavior yeah, he's, but he's also he's watched, probably like, watched more like iconic hollywood films than i think anybody like pp has nothing on, on flick fam whenever it comes to Hollywood. i mean pp doesn't watch hollywood movies anyway but you yeah. know Whenever it comes to iconic Hollywood flick fan is probably the guy to go. Like if I was like, I need a sixties, like, um, yeah. you know, like golden yeah, age no, information about it. Yeah. yeah. I'd be, flick. I'd go straight to flick fan. He knows everything. Flick has watched every, he's 15 years old. He's watched every American movie from the 1955 to 1983. But at the same time, he's watched every shitty comedy that's come out in the past like year. And gave it a five out of five. Yeah. He gave the fucking Mel Gibson, um, Without oh. Fat Man, I gave it like a four out of five and thought it was super keen out. <laughs> that leads us to another point. I don't know how we went off tangent here. Mel Gibson, where does he rank on the list? So, um, Tim Allen and Dave Bautista are at the bottom for different reasons. Frank Grillo's in the middle. John Travolta's like higher than Frank Grillo, but he always clams his acting. Uh, Bruce Willis at the top. Where is Mel Gibson? I think Mel Gibson is Frank Grillo level. And yeah, I was gonna say Frank Grillo yes. tier because it's. It's really weird with his roles because he still gets cast in a lot. It's not like he's like desperate for like good movies. I mean, he still gets he cast gets in whatever the hell. Good movies, yeah. But he Daddy also does. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He was in too. Kino. That he was in Kino. Yeah, uh, good. Uh, yeah, he also directed Hacksaw Ridge. He could direct and write. I yeah, guess. yeah. He's he's done a decent amount of directing work. You know, I mean, like yeah. he gets he gets work. He just you know, and then he also does. But it's weird because he also does shit like Boss Level and Fat Man, like you know, it's, think, and Expendables. I think what get, what makes Mel Gibson so weird is the fact that he's an anti-Semitic racist asshole. Oh yeah, he's a he's a piece of shit. He he's is a, a piece huge of shit. piece of shit, and therefore he always in people's heads he's in high tier because he's a piece of shit. But if we're putting this down, he's probably the most likely minus Dave Bautista and Frank Grillo out of this like list to probably get an MC role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, I could see beard like super bearded Mel Gibson. You know, whenever he has like the super long white beard, yeah. I could see him being a in a MCU movie as like a yeah. villain or something he like that be easily. Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think what his son to play Wolverine? His son's like a bad actor. I don't even know his son acted. What the hell? He's in like shitty gangster city ripoffs. Milo Gibson is that him? <laughs> Gangster City. He's in Gangster City. He's in Gangster City. Oh my god, he act- he's actually in a movie called Gangster Land. I know, I told you this. <laughs> you don't believe me? Yeah, bro. I, I spit facts. He's in a Gangster City report. <laughs> I think Gangster City came out before that shit as well. Yeah, it's what is it? This is um, you know, I would I would never cast Mel Gibson, Milo Gibson, any Gibson in any type of MCU movie. But at the same time, if he was casted, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because so fucking he's such a weird guy. Because uh, the MCU recently has been like, I don't know. They usually just they've made some like people. I'm like, how the hell did they get them to sign up for it? Like it's so like Ethan Hawke. I mean, even though I think Ethan yeah. Hawke's an amazing actor, like why? Like he does like so much independent work, and then all of a sudden he Mandarin goes Mandarin Shang Chi. And then he goes and does yeah Shang Chi casting um what's his name um uh Tony uh Tony Leung yeah yeah like how 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 he's such a good actor and then he goes to the MCU like what the fuck is happening yeah. well it's, um, fucking Harry Skips and then Morbius <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> honestly even getting Angelina Jolie in Eternals and Salma Hayek in Eternals yeah, I thought actually. that was like kind of weird I didn't I didn't like I mean I understand why they that did movie's it but... very different to like. A lot of MC movies, though, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, Kumal yeah. Nanjani King. That we felt like you. that felt kind of cool. Um, yeah, we do love Kingo. We stand Kingo. Actually, I'm I'm really surprised they um 
Lauren Ridloff from uh, Sound of Metal. I was really happy that she was in the. Oh yeah, she was even the whole Keenan hated her character. I thought she was one of the. I liked her a lot. I thought she was one of the best Eternals. I thought she was kind of mid. Uh, I, I just didn't think she was given enough time. Yeah, yeah I, she was because I think they kind of like they kind of screwed her over by having her just go to the ship like while everybody yeah. else is like all like you know doing their own thing. Like what the hell's that? I like, I do not like that at all because again like I just I, she's kind of low bottom tier for me because like I think again, that was, I found that mid. That was one of my main problems with Eternals that like, there was just too many characters so they all just felt yeah. yeah and and I felt like they gave too much time to characters that I I just could not like. No offense to that Drew guy. I don't I don't like I characters like that have mind control powers. I think that's the most manipulative because they do the same thing with Wanda where they're like, please feel bad. They're the heroes. No, they're not. If you're mind controlling an entire community, you are a terrible, terrible, terrible person, and you are not a hero. You're a fucking villain. So, yeah, but I guess with Droog, it's uh, his mind control is kind of meant to be backlash. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, I can understand. Ajak like, and yeah. uh, Icarus's whole uh, evil moral beliefs on believing in the celestial, you know, god. And yeah, I, I can. Like I understand kind of what they were trying to do with like. Yeah, they're trying to make yeah. him be like the good. Like you know, he's like trying to help he's people. Just in it, like he knows what's happening, so he's like, yeah. Oh, should we, should we put a spoiler warning for Eternals? No, because this is like semi, isn't it? This is like yeah. This is. Stories. I mean, yeah. I mean, this movie's two hours and forty minutes, so you know, yeah. this is not that important. I guess yeah. you know. Drew mind controls people, and I think it's doing a good way because he's just there. But I, I did, I did enjoy Eternals. I mean, I didn't get to talk about it on last episode because you know I didn't see it, but I did yeah. see it on Friday. It's um, good, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't think it's amazing, but I did think it was it's good, from yeah. recent MCU stuff. This is probably the best movie they've had in a while. Yeah, you give it a seven, right? Yeah, I think it's completely it solid. Yeah, you know, we agree. Um, yeah. And you know, Karun, the the greatest character in yeah. MCU history. He was so I I've not laughed at an MCU movie in so long, and then that movie actually made me laugh. I was amazed. I like the Bollywood references. A lot of the Bollywood references are actually really accurate. Yeah. I love. I thought. I thought Kingo and every scene with Kingo was amazing. The only the whole, thing I didn't like. This is funny as well. Like, I mean, I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say because it it's like a huge spoiler. Oh, don't say it. End. But don't you know what they do with a certain character. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really, don't really am not it. a fan don't of what they don't, did. That's not yeah. yeah. The Drew thing is a mild spoiler. I'd say, right, guys. But that's not talk about uh, Kingo and Final Fantasy. But um, yeah, what were we getting? We were getting a tangent about Jolie Gibson and Salma Hayek doing like weird roles like that. Like I don't know, just such like big name actors doing like Eternals but of all the MCU movies I can see them doing Eternals if that makes any sense yeah yeah, yeah it makes it makes sense although okay. I do think that they what is it um I don't know I feel like they kind of undercut Salma Hayek a lot in this movie yeah but I thought her character was very important it's just the fact that she's Salma Hayek isn't it yeah yeah I did not like Cersei in that movie it yeah I they, well, honestly Cersei and like her really like I feel like they they only made her just most of her dialogue was in front of the sun talking to like Icarus just complaining about something. Like they really did she, a bad she, job. She writing was the her. audience member, wasn't she? She was meant yeah, to be yeah, the she, audience member. Oh yeah, she's just like everybody every amount of exposition you needed to have was just directed to, towards her. Like somebody would, you know, like the big giant eternal guy would like be mm-hmm. like, All right, this is what's gonna happen. And then yeah. like he explains everything, like, all right, come on. Yeah. And also one of the main reasons why I can't give the movie high, like a nine or a ten. I don't know why people are doing that. I can only give it to a seven to an eight, because like there's lots of like miss conceptions and stuff even though i do like the whole tackling of religion sins um and scapegoatry of humans and shit i do like all that oh 
Bravo, close out. After you made no midland, you actually made a good yeah, move. Yeah, after after no midland, I was surprised. I mean, although I do think it does suffer from another problem that no midland has, is where people just stand in front of a pretty oh, shot and talk. Like, oh my god, we get it. The sun looks cool. We don't need two hours of people Jason, standing in front of the Jason, sun. I don't mind that, because Black Widow came out and did the exact same thing in that movie shit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen yeah, that movie, nor do I plan on it. It, it does, bro, the one, literally, one of the ending scenes is literally just her looking to the sunset for no fucking reason. <laughs> no, we already know what the, we already know she's gonna fucking die. Let me learn how she gets her vest. Yeah, she gets a vest. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> oh god, and then fuck. There's it's just me, film bro. Joe. The end credit scene with the spoiler for the character Black and the Winter Soldier. That whole scene is shot like a Disney Plus show as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like what? you could just tell the outfit. Marvel. I'm gonna make a post about this. Marvel. My thoughts on Marvel as a company. Marvel is like the Mountain Dew. Pepsi, McDonald's, like it's very artificial. You when you think of America, you think of Marvel. If that makes any sense, it's very yeah. plastic. It's Honestly, very even, fucking plastic. Um, even though I do think the cinematography in Eternals has improved, it literally like ninety percent of the movie still looks exactly. It's, yeah, it's it looks lighting. exactly like every other. I, like it, there's nothing too yeah, amazing. I'm not gonna praise the cinematography in Eternals because that's normal fucking shit. I can do this. You can do this. He can do this. Everyone can do this. It's just fucking DMC doesn't choose to use natural yeah. lighting. Really what are you gonna to say, it? Joe? I just really hate how whenever the MCU wants to do something slightly weirder, they always have a character going like, wow, this is so weird, guys. I can't believe like there's a flying <laughs> dragon among us. Like, oh, it's yeah. a normal world, yeah. Like, it's like it's so annoying, especially when you have something like Doom Patrol or the Suicide Squad, where they actually just they just embrace the weirdness and it in a way just makes it feel even weirder. Yeah, I watched then... one episode of Doom Patrol. It was I, I really enjoyed what like the whole vibe of it. It just feels like, I don't know, so unique. That's yeah. like Venom 2, apparently, but TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I need to watch season three. I need to watch the whole show. Um, a lot of my friends like it, but I've always put it on hold because um, I don't know. I, I just, just I just don't watch many TV yeah, shows. Yeah, I don't watch many problem. TV shows either. Like, I can't wait for it. So it's sunny in Philadelphia. I'm going to watch the Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's definitely season, you know, yeah. a guarantee. Yeah. Fucking, oh, my hype is so... I'm literally, I've literally been rewatching the show again, like, you know, like in rapid... Yeah. They need to make... I, they need to make a fucking. I should tweet this. They need to make a Netflix shuffle mode feature where you can shuffle through episodes of TV shows. Because shows like it's always Sunny Philadelphia and other sitcoms kind of would progress from that, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. you can just pick up an episode and watch it yeah, randomly. Yeah, you can just randomly pick up. Yeah. Well, especially after you've seen it, like, yeah, you can just do whatever yeah. the hell. Because I can't, I can't see like um, someone like rewatching every episode of a season. Because like, it's so, a show like Sunny is great, but like again, if you watch this when I fresh prints or Sunny, you're like. Kirby enthusiasm. I think it's better to watch it in a less formulaic way. Yeah, rewatch. Yeah, because you don't you don't really. I mean, like once you've seen it's always sunny once. Literally, you could pick out any episode and watch it again, and you will understand yeah. everything. It's so simple. Yeah, like yeah, it's like a cartoon, Looney Tunes. But yeah, what goes in this tangent? Mel Gibson. Well, yeah, talking about MCU actors that are probably too high for the MCU, but for some reason take them Mel Gibson's too high for the MCU now. Mel Gibson too keen for the MCU. <laughs> Oh, Mel God. Gibson's doing Leo from Toledo with Frank Grillo. Of course, yeah. of course. Frank yeah. Frank Grillo just lo- like I don't know why he loves working with washed actors so much. He he loves it. He works with every washed actor there possibly is. I'm yeah, when Cosmic Sim was coming out, he said, "Um, what? he posted this thing on Instagram saying I can't wait to work with my man Bruce again on Cosmic Sin." Like, he's really <laughs> excited. Did he do a podcast episode where he said his new movie with Bruce was proper shit? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Frank Grillo. He's so fucking. He's insane. Yeah, he's he's one of the most. He's the one of the more underratedly interesting actors in the world. When are we getting Frank uh, Grillo David Lynch movie? 
I feel like we need Frank Grillo Nicolas Cage movie. I would. I, I would was going to say Frank Grillo Nick Cage Lynch movie, but we already got a Nick Cage. Oh wait, movie. no, they are in the, they are in a movie together. Oh, Jiu-Jitsu. God. Jiu-Jitsu. Oh god, I forgot Frank Grillo we was in Jiu-Jitsu. That. We yeah. That. Oh my Why, god. Frank Grillo. Okay, okay, he's a little high. No, he's still in the middle. Fucking, he's got another Chinese and Japanese movie as well. Frank Grillo's a legend. I don't. I don't know how else to say. It. I think Frank Grillo might be the best actor of all time on our. I, I remember there was this, at my school there was this group chat. I was just added to. Then uh, the jujitsu trainer came out. Then I sent the jujitsu trainer. Then the, like a bunch of people just left the group chat. <laughs> 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 Bro, did me, you, and Hulk watch Jiu-Jitsu together? Or was it just me and you? I think it was just me and you. I don't think Hulk watched it. It was the greatest movie of all time. Nicholas Cage just drunk half the time, and Frank Grillo came in the last five minutes and died. Yeah, that's that's one of the, those movies that like I I wish I wish they gave same thing with um Willy's Wonderland. If they would have focused on Nicholas Cage completely, it would have been the greatest movie of all time. But the fact they only like use him for like a small amount of the movie, it just sucks. And that takes us to our next man, Nicholas Cage. Where's he Nicholas on the list? Cage. The I think I don't I don't think he's a part of any list. I don't let's think let, he's a part of Joe, anything. Let's let yeah, Joe talk yeah, you him. could. Yeah, everybody knows our opinions. Let's hear you. Yeah. Uh, I, Nick, I was I was doing like a thirty day film calendar thing in August, and one of them was like, "Who's your favorite actor?" And I was thinking Nick Cage actually might be my favorite actor because like, even if he's in something really bad, he's always like giving one hundred percent, and he's actually bringing pretty good stuff recently, like Color Out of Space and um. Mandy, Mandy. So I don't think I don't think yeah. he gets to be put on like Bruce Willis level, but no, no, no. People yeah. try to, but he there is no way that I, he's on Bruce Willis. Level. I was thinking, like, I was I was thinking of making a uh, Instagram post where I pitch Crank Three, and because Nick Cage has worked <laughs> with Neville Dean and Taylor multiple times, I was thinking get Nick Cage to be the villain for Crank Three. Bro, I would watch that. That would be amazing. Jason Statham versus Nick Cage face off. Yeah. <laughs> they both get like high voltage steroids and stuff inject themselves yeah. up their ass and they start jump pushing like oh <laughs> we need a Nick Cage crank movie I think yeah I would I would fund that myself also <laughs> what's I'm here I want to say we should get Neville Dean and Taylor to do Hobbs and Shaw 2 again with Jason Statham that would actually work though yes because the first Hobbs and Shaw is like too formulaic I know like yeah, Hobbs and Shaw had such potential, but then it just became the most garbage. Like, it was so boring because I knew everything that was going to happen. And of course, that Ryan Reynolds cameo. My God, stop putting that man in movies. I know. Kevin Hart cameo as well, Michael. Also, Funk. after like Fast and Furious 10, there's no way they can top uh, it with normal insanity. So they should just do crackhead insanity with Neville Dean and Taylor. <laughs> yeah, they should. What the- oh, I can't believe they make it Hobbs and Shaw 2. That movie was so like mid. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised that. Dwayne Johnson wants anything to do with the Fast Furious. He yeah. makes some money. He makes yeah, money. I, I mean, I guess money. I can understand why because he won't have to deal with Vin Diesel on Hobbs and Shaw 2, but him and Vin Diesel have been at, it, at each other's throats for so long now. Oh, did you so... see that? Vin yeah, Diesel yeah. Vin the post where he made himself look yeah. huge and he's like, my little brother Dwayne. <laughs> my little brother Dwayne. <laughs> They've got pictures together. Why use a fucking edited picture? And that's and that's the that already that scene was the one where they yeah, wanted film together. So like one looks really big and then one looks really small, like depending on the shot. That was like that was one of the weirdest things. Like I don't know why they hate each other so much. Like I think it's just because Vin Diesel has such a shallow, you know, fragile ego. You know, it's, yeah. so he gets really upset knowing that Dwayne Johnson's better than him. And The Rock said on the set of F8, he said, "There's not enough room for two alphas on the set." <laughs> so that was Vin. That was Vin. Was it Vin? Yeah, Vin. Rock was respectful of other women and stuff, and then Vin said that. 
Oh, good. I really like that shot where like they're at the end table and uh, Vin's like, meet Brian. Then <laughs> Vin Diesel's clapping, not Vin Diesel, The Rock's clearly clapping on a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, why the fuck should they name a kid after Brian? <laughs> For pool. Oh, why the fuck is Brian at the end of Fast 10 or Fast 9 or whatever? I know. And and Justin Lin said they're gonna try. They might try and bring back his character in F ten. Oh my god! How are they gonna do that? His brother CGI done. Yeah. I I just the thing I don't get about like about it is they're always like they're always like this is the biggest threat ever to the universe. And they're like, oh, but Brian's watching the kids. We'll be all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? He's just watching the kids <laughs> while the world's ending. <laughs> Why the fuck did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian's watching the kids. Oh yeah, we'll let we'll let uh, Brian's wife fight with us, but uh, Brian's watching the kids. Yeah, Brian, no, he's not allowed. Yeah, and Brian's wife, the same one that we had like four movies where you had to chase people who did shit to her. But Brian, Brian's not allowed. <laughs> the ex cop is not allowed. The extra aggressor is not allowed. His wife, who who I had to defend like multiple times, is allowed to be in these missions. It's like fucking Zendaya. I mean, MJ and Ned being in the final fight in Spider Man No Way Home. It's gonna be so bad. I don't wanna. Ugh. I'm, I'm so. It, I'm so tired of Zendaya. Honestly, they should just made it a buddy film between uh, Peter and Doc Ock. Yeah, honestly, should make should make a Venom too, or even like, like Peter and Doctor Strange or something. Like they could, no, you know, I they like, could be like. I like what they're doing with Strange. They're making him a dick. Yeah, I'm thing. glad. I'm glad. Because you know, that, that makes means we're gonna go. Different. We're gonna go back to basics, back to roots, and it's gonna be more comic accurate as well. Yeah, I was worried. And hopefully that sets up into the in the multiverse of madness too. Like where he'll be an asshole. I was saying, I was, I was already going to do an Iron Man thing, but I'm glad they just kind of hate each other, it seems. Yeah, I'm glad as well, because, uh, again, Parker is, like, it's going to... So my theory is, this is a theory, guys, no spoilers, I have not watched No Way Home. This is a theory. It's inspired by One More Day. My theory is they're going to kill off MJ or they're going to kill off May. Peter's going to be pissed off, murder a villain, go, like, proper road, be like, what the fuck? And Wait, I predicted the whole plot to Jason. Uh, Jason can tell me if I'm right. And basically, he snaps the whole thing. You know, like like, everybody forgets who he is. And now nobody knows who he is. Avengers don't know who he is. Everybody doesn't know who he is. You know, they don't know he's Spider-Man. And uh, he has like, except for Strange, obviously, because Strange is like devil. And in his mind, he kind of, he's like, not all the Avengers are what they seem because Strange was a douche and shit and went to kill all these people. And therefore, he kind of becomes more comic accurate in the college trilogy and becomes a little depressed. And you might see some symbiote action. That's why there's a certain Spider-Man and Venom end credits. Honestly, if the end of the movie is everybody doesn't know who Peter is again, I'm gonna be pissed off. I, it probably is going oh, cool. to be, but I just, I just think that would be. It's like, why would you set up something so big like that and then just take like that could have been yeah. such a. It's such a good like learning moment for Peter, and you know, just in general to, you know, control who he. And they're just gonna be like, no, never mind that. No consequences at the end of it. You're fine. Like I that. like it though because it gives him a chance to not be associated to the Avengers and stuff. Yeah, but I, I mean, obviously he's gonna be in more. It's Avengers the best movies. way they can do this because they've set themselves in a massive plot hole and it's gonna be in yeah. the trilogy. Whenever Tom Holland retires, yeah. sad. Tom like Holland's it. been like, like on an existential crisis since um, what the hell? Uncharted. He's like, well, I can't do this anymore. Is this is too much work. List? Is he gonna be on this list with Uncharted? That Chaos Walking. Chaos movie? Walking Cherry. Yeah, Cherry. <laughs> he's, he's gonna be on this list one day. He, oh yeah, give it, give it twenty more years, and we'll be seeing Tom Holland in Cosmic Sin Seventeen. <laughs> With with old man Frank Grillo and CGI Bruce Willis, I mean. Bruce Willis is like ninety nine. He's like like he's like half dead during half the filming. He's just in a wheelchair. <laughs> he's got like a laser machine gun wheelchair. Uh, gun cosmic sin and new legacy. 
Actually, Mark Wahlberg is an actor that I'm surprised doesn't take more dog shit roles. Like, you would think he would be in... I mean, he takes he's some weird roles. He's in so many bad stuff. Yeah. But he's it's like, at the same time, it's not he's... like it's straight to... Like, it's more than straight to video, which is amazing. He's like tame Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, that's how I describe it. I wouldn't say he's as low as Mel Gibson whenever it comes to taking roles, but it's so weird, his movies. Yeah, they're not, tame, they're like, I don't know, they're just very odd. The thing yeah. with Mark Wahlberg is he can't be on this list because the only shit movies he's in are shitty blockbusters. Yeah, even his worst movies still have like fifty million dollar budgets. It's not like he's taking yeah. movies that have like no, you know, <laughs> two dollar budget. budget. Yeah, yeah, like, it's so weird. He literally is tame Mel Gibson, um, by like everything, I guess. No wonder he pl- actually Mel Gibson as his dad and daddy's home too is like perfect casting. Yeah, that is perfect. Ca- that's the passing of the torch. One day Mark Wahlberg <laughs> will be taking those movies. <laughs> One day Mark Wahlberg will be starring with Frank Grillo. <laughs> Frank Grillo. <laughs> I feel like everybody when, forgets John Cena's in Daddy's Home. I always forget about that too. Like yeah. that was underrated role, John Cena. John Cena, great actor. He he'll definitely not be on this role. I mean, this. this. No, never, never. He's yeah. he's already earned his way. I think above for um, Peacemaker alone. Uh, and he's only been acting properly like what for five years. Yeah, he also has that movie Cock Blockers too. That yeah. like, people like. I don't know if it's good. It's like a super ripoff, but it's okay. It shows his worth. Well, who else is on this list? Joe, you give us some. Yeah, who do you who do who would you hate? Like, who, not hate, but think is complete ass. And then we'll go mm. to our pitches. Uh, hmm. Dolph Lundgren is that? I, mean, he's never oh, really I feel good. like I feel like the like problem Steven with Dolph Lundgren Seagal. is nobody cast him. That's the thing. Nobody yeah. like it's not like he's in bad movies because he doesn't get casted anymore. Dolph Lundgren is like he's in the, he's in he's he's in film with Frank Grillo next year where they're both oh, of course, not, of, they're course of course, of course, they're, they're both playing Nazis in it. <laughs> Who, who, which films is Frank Grillo? Who's in for films with Frank Grillo next year? Name us up. Oh, let me yeah, get up. You, let me you get really Frank's... know the Frank Grillo <laughs> casting. Uh, he was probably in, on this he, list. Frank Grillo was in um, he was in, in Point Blank with Anthony Mackie. Yep, he's gonna he be in this one day. Let's see. Yeah, so I'm just getting his name. In like 50 up. years. He was in Black and Blue with Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> oh he God, was in. He was in Reprisal with Bruce. Um, <laughs> he was in. Oh, he was in the Purge films as well. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna be in Purge four as well. Um, Jason, does this increase your ranking or lower your ranking of Grillo? Um, I don't know. I feel like I, it, I have such a weird respect for Frank Grillo, Grillo now. Yeah, he's so fucking yeah. weird, isn't he? He's, he's become one of my favorite actors just because of this list. <laughs> he's like in the middle though. He's like insane. Um, yeah, Nick Cage not on the list, even though well, a lot of it's kind of misunderstood. He's a misunderstood genius. He just does side missions, doesn't he? Yeah. Who else? Who who last person on this list? Really, Otter does not count anymore, right? No, I don't. I'm trying to think. He was in Hubie Halloween. He was. That's an amazing movie, Hubie. <laughs> uh, who else? Who's, um, like, who's a part of that low level? Because hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anybody from the S- Sandler gang, just because I th- they know what they're doing. Obviously, yeah, they're not vacation blockbusters. Yeah, they do. Vac- it's not like they're trying to be like you know making these like super like. And it's like films. it's like Tim Allen, where either they have they're successful or they just go do a shitty TV show. Yeah. So it's uh, so they're not on the list. Weird, because Tim Allen is like the lowest of the low, and then uh, who else? Mel Gibson's there as well. Uh, who else? Oh no, Mel Gibson's a grillo. I'm thinking. I don't know. I just hate Ryan Reynolds, but he's too big to be. Yeah, he's Ryan too Reynolds. Big, yeah. I think maybe if Ryan Reynolds' stick finally gets old in like 10, 15 years, maybe maybe he'll be willing to do some shit ass movies. But I don't know for now. I mean, he's already in shit movies, but you know, just big blockbuster versions. Is Kevin Costner in here? Is Kevin Costner like still too big? I think I think Kevin Costner takes decent roles at times too, and he has that show Yellowstone that's like really popular. Kevin Costner can carry a movie, which a yeah. lot of people can't. Yeah, he's still he's still a pretty good actor. Tyrese Gibson. 
No, no, no. He's a fast. Yeah, player. he is fast. You look, he is fast. But if you look at everything else, he's, like, <laughs> he's literally begging Michael Bay to be in Transformers Five. Like, I know, and he wants to be Green Lantern. He's being yeah. homophobic, and like he's in fucking Morbius. No, no, Tyrese can't be in. He's in fucking Morbius. I'm try- oh god, I'm trying to think. Who's super washed? <laughs> Arnold and Sly are not. They're like dead. Yeah, they they have you know they do their own little like. Big, kind of... like, I don't know, they still get budgets because they're just such big names from the 80s. I know Kurt Russell is the better actor out of the three, but it's kind of ironic if you went back to like 1986 and told some people that Kurt is gonna like out survive Sly and Arnold when it comes to being washed and not being washed. Yeah, Kurt Russell's iconic though. Hmm. I like how David Hasselhoff is just famous for playing David Hasselhoff. Yeah, David Hasselhoff, I would not consider like, yeah, bad because you know he's just he literally just is like, all right, I'm David Hasselhoff in this movie, and everybody there's, says okay. There's got to be an actor in my head. I'm thinking of like a Sean Penn, Mark Wahlberg type. Yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody who's like low level like that right now. Like used to be so big, but now is like is Mickey movie. Rourke like that? But nobody cares about Mickey Rourke. Yeah, nobody like nobody ever cared about <laughs> Mickey Rourke. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the he's truth. Nine Man too. He's having beef with Robert De Niro online. Al Pacino, that bum, Al Pacino. Oh, God, that Al Pacino. That that son of a bitch. Actually, I'm just going to look at the Expendables cast. I'm sure Morgan Freeman? Yeah, but I feel like Morgan Freeman at the same time, he knows his role too at this point. He just plays himself, I know, but he's in the front grill area, isn't he? Hmm, Let's see. Who's. Wesley Snipes, no. No, Tony. Antonio Banderas, the weirdest act. He'll take either the d- most dog shit film or the greatest movie of all time. He doesn't care. He's, he's, he's banned from the list, isn't he? Yeah, he's banned because he takes too many good roles. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is either in Pain and Glory or fucking Dr. Doolittle. He's going to be in Uncharted. Uncharted. The new one? Makes sense. And then, yeah, but then he'll go and make the greatest Spanish film of all yeah, time. Yeah, he'll like, make like Tomorrow's Los Alde, Dos Perros, and he'll win like seven Oscars. I remember Wani he's said so that he couldn't movie. watch Pain and Glory because their accents were not close enough to Chilean so they it annoyed him. I was like, dude, that they're Spanish, that's why. They're from Spain, not Chile. I had to, I had to explain to him Catalonian Spanish, Chilean Spanish, and Madrid Spanish, which a lot of the world learned, the world learned Madrid Spanish, that's what we learned in school. I remember when I went to Barcelona and I learned like Spanish from Madrid in the capital. So in Catalonia, I was like, oh, I'm going to speak Spanish. I did not know what the fuck everybody was saying and I had a midlife crisis. Um, so it's weird. It's like, it's like, how do I explain it? It's like Irish and Welsh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Jet yeah. Li. No, I wouldn't say Jet Li. Jet because Li was he... never. Because, like, a lot of Asian actors get stereotyped by Hollywood. And yeah, they, they every film. time. Yeah. That's like, all. You can't really say Jackie Chan is washed for being the same, like, role. Like, for 50... He's like Arnold or something. Yeah, ja- like, yeah, Jackie Chan and Arnold are kind of alike, where I think they were they were just so huge. It's like, I don't think anybody could actually hate on them for doing. Like, now they just do their own thing. Like, I don't know. It's not like they're like. I think oh, another thing about being washed is you have to really like be confident in your perform, yeah. like in your movies too, like even the most dog shit ones. Like Bruce Willis, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, the thing Wilson with Owen Wilson Wes is he, Anderson yeah, he has Wes Anderson, so that's why I. He's also got these shitty VOD movies at the same time. Yeah, he has that movie that, that, that was filmed at Purchase. Yeah, yeah, the Jennifer Lopez. That's but I think also reasons. another thing is he also has like. What is it? Um, Wes Anderson. And he's his yeah, Wes roommate. Anderson. His I mean, he has that Midnight in Paris. I mean, even though I was like 10 years old now. but You know, you Wes know. Anderson roasts him in this book. Oh, he's got Loki. I forgot. But Wes Anderson roasts him about taking these like shitty roles. Really? Yeah. He has free birds. That's cinema. Yeah. They, they roast him about like, oh, yeah. Then he got cast as the Hollywood loser <laughs> because he got stereotyped as that. And they, they mock that a little. Honestly, even De Niro, like 
he takes good roles, which I would, you know, and he's obviously an all-time great, but he takes a lot of half-ass sure. roles of course, recently. Of course, it's after, ever Like since Dirty the, Grandpa. It's, it's like, it's because the people, war with remember, grandpa. people remember Irishman and Joker and they're like, and Killer Flower Moon and, you know, all these rumors and they're like, oh, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's good again. Like, he did take a shitload of shit roles. Yeah, but he has. He, has he doesn't a lot make of this list, roles, does he? Cause but he, I think, he, yeah, he I think he's just himself. too, yeah, he's too, he's too iconic. He's too iconic, yeah. yeah. He kind of carried like 30 years of acting, so like, it's hard. Same with Al. Yeah, I'll same with Al. Jack he'll he'll take Joe. like such an iconic role, and then he'll take like dog shit. But everybody forgets about the dog shit because he's so. It, I mean, he's Al Pacino. It's like hard, even though you know he didn't recognize Jared, and I'll I'll forever hate him. <laughs> All but, right, so you know. so have we done our list then? So it's Bruce Willis on the top. Then it's um, who's after him? Is it Mel? Mel, yeah. yeah. Mel Frank Grillo. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's with him. Then at the bottom, it's like. Who was it? It was Tim Allen and someone else, Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista. And that's the that's the rank. What about right? Jason Statham? Would we? I feel like he's a little bit better than. He's that. in like he is like Hobson Shaw. Yeah, he is the fast, and he has um, you know, like he does like, like that movie Wrath of Man. I heard was decent. Why yeah. is he got? He he's he's Guy Ritchie's best friend, same way Owen Wilson is Wes Anderson. Yeah. And also the fact that he's got like some box office behind him for some reason. The Meg. Middle-aged <laughs> mom still find him sexy. <laughs> so fucking weird. The middle-aged yeah. mums actor thing is another thing that we'll talk about one day, because like there's lots of actors like Tom Cruise. A lot of w- Tom mums Cruise, like. yeah. Tom Cruise, his only good film came out in 2017. <laughs> what mummy? The mummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Restore you... the dark universe. <laughs> Bring it back. Wait, where's Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe's not in this, right? Russell... I feel I feel like Russell Crowe still takes has like a few good performances every yeah. now and then. So I wouldn't. Really Plus he's in, plus he's in Thor four as well. So he's yeah, like, yeah, he 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 has you know a name behind him still. I think he's still a pretty clouded actor. Yeah, really is not on this. I think I remember you told me really old Bruce Wilson. I said really old any day. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Is there Russell there Brand? Be... Russell Brand. Russell Brand is. A, I just don't like that. I never liked that man. <laughs> but yeah, he, he is... was in hot. He wasn't home. And he, he's he was in home. Death of the Nile with the greatest cast of all time. Oh, Death of, shit. Death, of Ani- Death on the Nile is going to be the most whack movie, I that think. Movie I can't curse. wait for the press tour. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Wait, it's it's weird. just Kenneth is such an odd man. Like, he... He's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm either gonna direct fucking Henry the Fifth or whatever, make the greatest Shakespearean adaptation of all time, or I'm gonna make Death on the Nile. Like, what? Based. Make up your mind, man. Like, based. <laughs> oh, it is based. Or he'll make uh, what the hell was that movie that came out? Um, Artemis Fowl. <laughs> he's very, he's very. Um, how do I say it? He's a hack. He's a hack. I, I, I like, I like Kenneth Branagh. I think he's a no, no. He's he's a good actor, but he's directing. He's a hack fraud. He's a one note. He um he can only do Shakespeare retellings. Which I think, I don't know. I think it's impressive, at least, that he's able... Oh, actually, I heard his new movie, Belfast, was pretty solid. So, yeah. I'm not going to watch it, though. I might watch whenever it goes to VOD or something. I'm not I'm not yeah. going to the theaters to watch it, but... Yeah. If it doesn't star Bruce Willis or Frank Grillo, I'm not watching yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can't watch it, sadly. But he was the best part of Tenet, unironically. Yeah, yeah I mean... he was. He was great. He's a good actor, man. He's a good actor. I think he's been yeah. on for a bunch of awards. He, he was in a great movie with Tim Rothersall. Um Okay, so I think we've made our list then, right? <clears throat> Keanu would have been on this list before John Wick. Yeah, I think yeah. I think with Keanu Reeves is I you know he's wholesome chungus Reddit man you know everybody loves him. It's too difficult. To, I would never disrespect Keanu Reeves. He's also yeah. knock knock. Will with Smith Eli. could have. Hey 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 hey. I like knock knock. Will Smith don't, could have also made a possible list if it wasn't for certain movies. Will Smith, I think like maybe mid two thousand mid two thousand ten. He's Will like Smith, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. 
He's like but, Ryan no. Reynolds. Oh yeah, he is such Wilson. a one. He is yeah. such a one trick pony with some of yeah. his movies. Like you could tell. And I remember he didn't take um crap, what movie was it? Jungle. Oh, Django, because yeah. he didn't want to be seen as like an anti-hero. He needs to be the perfect hero. Like, are you yeah. serious? His, his performance in After Earth is really funny because he's trying to be all serious and stoic, but he's Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. He's just Will Smith. Yeah, wasn't um wasn't pretty much just in um After Earth. He's just trying to make his son, you so know, big, yeah. yeah, he's like, all right, yeah. go do this. And then, I mean, of course, Bright Will Smith's best role. <laughs> oh, Cara Delevingne has to be on this list. Oh yeah, she's she's an absolute. She's, she's a nobody movie. right now. Yeah. She is. Oh, and Gina Carano. Oh yes, Gina Carano. She's got the new Daily Wire film. Is Gina Carano's higher than Mel Gibson on this list? Isn't Gina Carano gonna be in the um what the hell's his name the Ben, ben Shapiro, Shapiro movie? Yeah, the Daily Wire yeah. film. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna be um that's gonna be fucking horrendous. Gina Carano is up there with Mel Gibson, and um, below them. Gina Carano was in the film with Dave Bautista called A Kickboxer Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, I know about that movie. <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> Kickboxer Vengeance. Uh. So yeah, um, I think now's the time to come to pitch our movies. Who wants to go first? Wait, Film Brother, you said you were prepared for this, right? Yeah, I have, I have, you go a, first. I have a rough outline. So. And then me, me and Jason are two like studio executives and we're going to... Okay. It's going to be like Shark Tank. We're going to tell you so, about it now. So it's the dystopian future of fucking 2058. Let's say that. That's, that's a good start. And, every every one of these movies is always in the distant future for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that we, can, we can raise the budget and make it look even worse. <laughs> and so then... We have we have Big Star, and he's playing triplets. His name, Bruce Willis. So I think I'm in already. I don't know. This, this is convincing. Three Bruce Willis's on the same screen. Yes. Yeah, so get get ready for it. So so there's they were all cops, but Bruce three was killed. So Bruce Willis one quit the force. Now years later, Bruce Willis has to come back. Uh, and is approached by Mel Gibson because Bruce Willis 2 has been put in a Saw game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get... called Bruce Willis 1, 2, and 3 as well. Yeah, Bruce Willis... So Bruce Willis 1 is um retired. Bruce Willis 2 remained a cop. Bruce Willis 3 was killed. So, And you know in Saw there's two subplots. So there's the police subplot and there's the game subplot. Yeah. So Bruce Willis 1 is in the police subplot and Bruce Willis 2 is in the game. So um and Bruce Willis two is comp- uh, is uh, compiled with his police squads, which consists of Dolph Lundgren, John Travolta, <laughs> Pablo Carrillo, and specifically Ghostbusters twenty sixteen Bill Murray, where he looks like he wants to die. So you have all that police and saw stuff, and then it culminates in Bruce Willis uh one finding out that Bruce Willis three is the not Jigsaw killer, and um is a cyborg because he was murdered. Yes. <laughs> And then he wants revenge on Bruce Willis 2 because Bruce Willis 2 killed Bruce Willis 3 for dirty cop stuff. And then we'll have like a flashback of him killing Bruce Willis 3 where they're all digitally de-aged. And then um, so all of Bruce Willis 2's uh, gang has been killed except him. And then all the three Bruce Willis will come together and they'll have like a sword fight like at the end of Furious 7. <laughs> and then... um. And then um, Bruce Willis 3 will grab Bruce Willis 2 and it'll be like, you know, have you guys seen Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah. I've, it'll wait, be like, no, no I haven't. Oh, okay. I don't, uh, just, just say it, I don't, I don't care. So like, there's this bit where like Andrea, um, the Phantasm, grabs Joker and then they disappear in a puff of smoke. It'll be like that. And then Bruce Willis 1, it will end with him going to Mel Gibson saying like, something like, 
let's go get this son of a bitch. Then and then it leads up to a sequel. They don't cut, yeah, they don't cut to yeah. a black screen and then three, two, one, then Cyborg Bruce Willis jumps at the screen. Oh my god. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mm, I feel like I feel like our budget is gonna be um like two million dollars for this. Um so you know yes. that's um that's the perfect amount for a futuristic uh straight VOD film. Yes. And it has the perfect cast, I think. I feel uh, it listen, might be the perfect cast. Listen, Joe, Joe, Joe. Now, before my uh, friend here says if he's in or out, I just got to say, I can already picture the poster right now, baby. It's going to be like those pirate DVD posters, you know, <laughs> the ones that they put in the cardboard cutouts with the glass and, you know, paper in. I can already imagine the poster. It's going to be Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis. Yeah, I feel like it should be three Bruce, like, all looking in different directions, yeah. you know? Like... <laughs> one, one six to the left, one six to the right, one six to the Yeah, one straight at you. Yeah, <laughs> I think that just, would be... It's just Bruce Willis in a black room. And it's just, you can tell they were stickered on. It's just, it's just three Bruce Willis's in a black room with good lighting, and they're just wearing normal Bruce Willis clothes. One of them has to be holding, like, a gun up to their head or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's, I got an idea. It would be like that one boss level poster where there's, like, 10 million francs on the poster. <laughs> I got an idea. It's basically see no evil, hear no evil, and uh, speak no evil. So he's got a gun to his eyes, gun to his ears, and gun to his mouth. That's three Bruce Willis's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jason, are you in or out on this before I start um, verdict? I think, I think I'm in. I, I am very intrigued. I think the only thing that's going to be difficult is getting our Bill Murray in here. Oh, um, yes. I'm out. But... Are we going to get Bill Murray? Yeah. You could threaten him with litigation like Sony did. No, we'll we'll write that the our screenwriter's name is like Joel Cohen or something like that, <laughs> and then he'll be like, "I'm in." I got an idea. So we'll, we'll get, get we'll it. get Paul W S Anderson to direct. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Paul W S Anderson. <laughs> we'll say it's a video game adaptation or some shit. He'll be in instantly, and yeah. then he'll and then he'll think it's like Paul Thomas Anderson. He'll be in instantly. No, he'll think it's Wes Anderson, his good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, that's interesting. If we can if we can get Paul W S Anderson and Bill Murray in, I think we've got a. Six hundred million dollar budget, amazing movie. Mila Jovovich would have to be in it as well. Oh yeah, I don't, hit. I don't know how we could, we could put her in there somewhere, but you know, she'll, she'll be in the movie just to like, you know, fight some monsters or something <laughs> on the subplot. This movie will be exclusive to Canadian blockbuster and Canadian blockbuster only, right? <laughs> like one Canadian blockbuster rental store that still exists. Anyways, I'm in. I'm in. I do it. Yes. Okay. I, who, who wants to go next? Who wants to go next? I give mm-hmm. I give it a four out I give it a three out of ten pitch three out of ten pitch I'm mean, not three out of ten three out of five three out of five pitch. What about you, Jason? How how much ring? How much? Um, I would give it I would give it a four out of five. I think the only bad thing is it's going to be difficult to get the Bill Murray in, but you know besides that, yeah. I think it's a pretty flawless pitch. I, I think the Bill Murray is going to be hard, and also I think the plot's going to be too complicated for our audience. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, I mean I don't know maybe if we have a scene where like bruce willis 2 and bruce willis 3 like explain the plot to that's each other the maybe movie though yeah no, there's gonna be a scene where bruce audience. willis won like you know in f9 when uh, uh dom falls into the pit thing it's like the vision of the past yeah yeah it'll, it'll okay. be like that where you'll have old bruce willis walking around and there'll be like terribly de-aged versions of all the other actors <laughs> showing the scenes yeah i still think our redneck audience will not like this movie i think uh, i think they'll think liberals made it and it's too complex for their kino <laughs> but I do have to give it a three or five, and I am in investing in it as we speak. Who wants to go next with their pitch? Um, I didn't plan anything, so I don't even know. This would be all off the top of my head. You go next, okay? So next up is Jason Kelly. All right, I'm trying Woo! to think. Who would Jason, I? You got this, buddy. Who I want to cast in my film that I'm going to make up completely on the spot. So if none of it makes sense, um, don't blame me. Um, I feel like the star of this of my seconds, film Kelly. will have to be three, two, mm. one, zero. Okay, Kelly, you're out. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Frank uh, He's already got me out. I'm already out. I feel like yeah, I feel like Frank I feel like we should get another Frank Grillo and um maybe Bruce Willis another <laughs> another team up, you know, why not? Um I feel like in this one they should play two dirty cops who don't care about their jobs anymore, which is like a metaphor for the fact that uh, Bruce Willis doesn't care about acting anymore. So this is just driving um, concrete with Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo. Yes, yes. And uh, and so they have to solve this case about um, somebody that was murdered, but like the plot twist is going to be they actually weren't murdered and this was a setup to get to expose Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo as bad cops. And then like this is all in the first act of the movie. And then once they find out, they decide to retaliate against against the world and they just start going out and killing random people <laughs> and I so i would be in the clip for this week's episode I, this will this will be the clip segment this is amazing i feel like um i feel like the only problem i because if we're i'm targeting the redneck audience of course yeah of course. i can't i can't have them go coach, against right? the yeah the only thing that's going to be difficult is if i have them get fired by the police force i can't have them go against the police force no so what you need to we need to set something else you could do like black he has to be black because white people hate black people. Remember? Yeah, we have to make we have to make the Republican. Um, yeah, you know we have to make like our main Frank Grillo and Bruce Willis as Republican as possible. Make everybody else in the police force like the chief be like super liberal, and so <gasps> they have to idea. go against them. I got an idea. You, the liberal thing, that thing, that's great. I just got an idea. So basically, you know, how it's a metaphor for Bruce Willis's career. Yeah, so as a cop, as a redneck racist cop. Well, basically. <laughs> They're getting pushed aside because they're old ass cops, and they're getting pushed to the new liberal snowflake. Yeah, cops. the liberal and snowflake cops taking are taking over, over so yes. they have to they have to retaliate by taking back what's theirs. Yes, and they reunite all the redneck cops with Sylvester Stallone and all the Schwarzenegger. And there um, needs to be this emotional scene where they like. uh what is it like where they need to like get like you know all geared up like they grab shotguns and stuff and like the national anthem starts playing as they like run through the streets and slow motion firing and all the liberals and <laughs> oh we get a scene where someone rainbow hair gets shot i feel like uh you know because they're snowflakes right yeah snowflakes yeah. you know i feel like um you can make it like a secret purge uh, prequel, like with Split, where Frank Grillo plays his character in, in on the purge. Yes, like, yes. Like, oh my god! Is, is Purge a redneck movie or a liberal metaphor movie? I don't know. I think it's I it's watch. in its own universe. I don't know because it's a Blumhouse film, and Blumhouse is pretty liberal. But yeah, I don't think our audience likes Blumhouse. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I think the liberal police dragged across concrete. Report. Should we get S. Craig Zeller to direct? Yeah, I feel like I feel like at the end of the movie should be um, it should be like uh, what is it? It's Mel like you think, yeah, yeah. That was gonna be my uh, yeah. my end. It's gonna be like Bruce Willis gets shot. Frank Grillo's like making it. Bruce Willis is like, go, Frank, grow. You know, like we have to, yeah. we have to take over the police station. And so <laughs> Bruce Willis dies, and Frank Grillo, like at the end of the movie, takes the police station. He's crying. He's upset. And all of a sudden, you hear this voice, and he's like, "I hear you need another racist cop." And all of a sudden, you look up, and it's and Frank Grillo looks up. The camera pans. And it's Mel Gibson, and he <laughs> smiles, and he's like, "Let's go kill some libs." And then he cocks his gun, and that's the end of the film. And this is the character from Dragon Cross Concrete, right? Yeah, yeah, same. And then that's gonna set up where, um, for some reason, we couldn't get Vince Vaughn, and so Frank Grillo is actually the Vince Vaughn because you know they look a little bit alike. We could, yeah. we could get it. Yeah. Okay. So it's, next up is my pitch. I've been planning this all night. You guys ready? Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna be honest with you guys right now. Uh, I'm a genius. I did not plan this all night. It actually came. I actually had this idea 40 minutes into the episode when I said I got an idea. So um, that's how amazing I am. Okay, <laughs> right about. Okay, so my idea is, um, it's a cyberpunk world. 
The year is 2042. Oh, yeah, I forgot. In my movie, it's going to be like 2035. For no reason. No. It's never going to be brought up once. But <laughs> just because it has is, to be. Everything is artificial. It's white. It's liberal. People are saying America is not great again. Boo, we hate America. Everything is so dim. But there's one bounty hunter played by Frank Grillo. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank Grillo is racist. That's why he's likable, you see. And Frank Grillo goes around. He hates everybody there. That's why he's a bounty hunter. You know, nobody wants to... He's like a private PI. He's a private PI. He's a shady guy. But he's got some heart to him, you know, this Frank Grillo. He's got a kid. He lost his kid um, to his wife because they had a divorce. Uh, so basically, Frank Grillo's just cruising around the city. He's a cyberpunk city. He's just chilling. He doesn't like he doesn't like how robots are taking over. He doesn't like that at all. He's like stupid robots. He starts swearing at the robots. He kicks them. You know, gets kicked out of robot bars, all that stuff. And uh, one day he gets an amazing offer that he's never seen before during his PI job, and it's um, it's a five hundred million credit like thing to go to the future and assassinate a man. And he goes to the future, and basically what he finds out is that man is after him as well. And plot twist, that man is Bruce Willis and it's future Frank Grillo. And this movie is called Looper, it's a looper. 2. It's called yeah. Looper 2. And basically, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is nothing like Bruce Willis. Frank Grillo is exactly like him. So why the fuck would you not replace it there? And second of all, we're not getting Ryan Johnson direct. Fuck that hack fraud. He ruined Star Wars for us, remember? He missed Star Wars too liberal. Yeah, and Star Wars too liberal and cringe. And therefore, to direct this movie, we have to get a visionary. A visionary director. And we're we're in talks. We're in talks here. Nothing nothing too serious with Frank Miller. <laughs> Holy crap. Since he dared of Frank Miller. Yep. Yes. And as as we know, Frank Miller hates robots and destruction in cities and like just the whole vibe we're going for with the war and stuff. And and he's gonna he's gonna really make Frank Grillo a very likable character is Frank Miller Kai. And it's gonna be an amazing movie. Give him full, give him full control. Watch the box office explode. Looper two, Electric Boogaloo, amazing movie. So, are you in or are you out? Well, I'm just gonna be honest. You're all in, right? Yes. Yeah. Of course. We're we giving it, boys. Um, four out of five. Thank you. What about you, Jason? I agree. I agree. Let's go. And uh, I just like how we all have Frank Grillo and Bruce Willis in our movies. Oh, because that's that's a it's that's the, a staple. It's of the dream team. Yeah, and I definitely I'm gonna make this the clip for today's episode. Hopefully people can't tell that we're sarcastic because we are very left-wing. And um, also, yeah, uh, I think that's an amazing clip because, uh, yeah, I'm just going to make movie posters, everything. We're going to make our posters into a thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God. If you want to make your own what's, posters, what's our titles for our movies? I'm oh, trying to... My Oh, yeah, we're going to make actual titles now, right? Um, yeah, because if, we post- if we're going to have posters, we need titles. Let, let me write these down. Let me. I've got my iPad out. I wants to go, who's got a title first? Jason, I'm just going to go through like... Bruce Willis's filmography quickly. Jason, isn't yours called something like "Stuck in the Mud"? You're like dragged across concrete, stuck in the mud. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's good. Stuck in the mud. That's what it should be called. Because <laughs> it sounds like one of those like very generic movies. So yeah, stuck in the mud. Stuck in the mud. Jason's dragged across dragged across concrete. Concrete. S J W hate. Hate movie. Imagine all of a sudden, like our views go up, and like our, we get comments being like, "Hell yeah, I'd watch your pitches. That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> it's like pictures of like those white men in their trucks, like with their oh, selfie with their little trucker cap like Bruce on. Willis in our dreams. <laughs> okay, stuck in the mud. Jason, drunk across concrete. SJW hate movie starring Frank Grillo, and stuck in the mud is a good title. <laughs> uh, okay, you come up with the title yet, Joe? Uh, death time. 
That sounds perfect. It's the S of Z. Death times with Z. Yo, what if you do death times three? Because there's three of them. Yes. Death times three. Wait, no. Don't no, no, get confused. Because <laughs> <laughs> death times. What year is it saying taking place in? Uh, 2058. <laughs> death times 2058. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, Jaws. Oh, no, we said it in uh, 3,333. <laughs> <laughs> three replicas. Bruce, three replicas. <laughs> Saw movie. Uh, what's, what's, what's the title? Well, um, Death Times what? Death Times 3,333. 3,383. 3, okay. And my movie, I still need to come for the title. It's a looper too. I'm thinking... Propaganda. No, not propaganda. I'm trying to think of a good bounty hunter. They have to team up, take down all the robots together type movie name. The bots are taking our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) The bots are taking our jobs. (laughs) Our jobs and our land too. (laughs) No, no. What's a Frank Miller? Frank Miller wrote Born Again, Sin City. Robot it's a... World. <laughs> robot it's world. a robot, robot world. <laughs> it's a robot, robot world. Basically, Mad Mad World, right? Yeah. It's a robot, robot world. My Frank Miller racist <laughs> robot movie. Basically, like Looper. It's crazy how we literally just pitched three Bruce Willis movies that will be coming out soon. <laughs> bro, bro, um, the reason we're making this a clip because, like, in the future, we could probably look back at this and they'd be like, "Oh crap, they actually made these actual movies." <laughs> and yeah, I think that's a great way to end the episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree. I think that was, um, it was very entertaining to see. You know, everybody's, everybody's take on the on the direct-to-video Republican filmmaking. You know, today <laughs> that was a very fun episode as well. Yeah. What we did was chill. Film Rojo, how do you feel being on the dumb uh, film tyrant? Very cool. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. You're you're definitely one of my favorite accounts. Well, maybe my favorite account, you know, up there for sure, because I always look forward to your um you know, shit posting content and your yeah. Venom countdown was the greatest thing ever. Thank have you. I, have I been a day one film brojo stan? It seems like it. Because I remember I followed you since like Kinoflix, since you're like the Jack Nicholson profile picture, I think. It was like way. It was like Incel Kino Flix though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Fatality Rook, Film Bro Job, OG. Bro, I remember making a Rock in the Hard Place video game poster. Yeah. Yeah. That was I remember epic. that. That was great. Yeah. I remember shouting out like all your shit. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that is Film Tirade forever. <laughs>